Man, I feel that solo. <laughs> that was a. Uh, you, you guys were thinking that this was a song from Anchorman when he plays the. the Man, this would, this song would fit fucking inside of Anchorman scene like so easily. That intro, <laughs> Ron Burgundy just walking. <laughs> and they see like whatever whatever Vince Vaughn's news team they see them and they just get in a fight somehow. That's true. Brick will stab a guy with a trident. It was a good team. I figured you guys would definitely. That one. I could definitely see that happening. I don't know where I came across this, like I heard it on the radio or what. But it's got a, such a good, such a good team. Oh, it's a good feel. The tough thing is I don't know how loud it is. So I'm, we're learning. We're doing some new stuff with some new technology. The boys got some new equipment. Yeah. Not well, sort of. Like I don't have mine set up yet, but <laughs> things are well, things are changing. And it is uh, for those that don't know, we are on episode. We are on episode. 81 this is cowboy shit i'm ted he's wacy he's james a couple of uh friends on the show wacy my main co-host he's the man he's the man has been for all 81 shows so far mr foley's been in for a few now probably about i don't know four or five kind of bring him in the mix appreciate you foley guys looks like, foley card? looks like foley looks like he's about to tell us like what stocks to invest in tomorrow morning <laughs> do you if you have that for us let us know i I think I think I'm gonna like slowly as episodes go on, I'll just start slowly shaving my beard and looking younger. Oh, so it's like <laughs> Benjamin Button style, eh? <laughs> the old Benjamin Button. No way. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Okay, yeah. So here we are. It's episode eighty-one. This is Cowboy Shit. Thanks for listening to all these shows. This is our wrap-up show for 2020. 2020 is uh, well, today's the you'll be hearing this on the thirtieth. It's almost to an end, man. Thank fucking God. <laughs> but. Worst part of 2020, I mean, I think we all know what that is for the most part. The Rona. Yeah, easily. we can all we can all. Agree it's it's, that, it's right? amazing that like you think back to stuff that happened in this in this year, you know. And it's from like, so I was still going to I was still going to Flames games in like January February. Man, but that seems like centuries ago now. Do you do you remember uh, the last one we went to and it was wasn't it the Golden the Knights? Sunday Funday, yeah, it was against the Knights. Yeah, that we was got, crazy. We got pickled. That was on the eighth of March. It was the day after uh, we were done in Lethbridge. Yeah. And, and then I, that, I had my I had my club event that Wednesday, and then yeah, on the eleventh, yeah. that was the day it all went to shit. But uh, like before that, uh, like on the eighth, remember? I remember that everyone at the rink there were longer lines at the sink for the first time ever at the dome. People were actually washing their hands for the first time. <laughs> I think that was when like coronavirus got real. You know, like that day I, in, in yeah. December, it, like in December, January, February, it was kind of a joke. Like that was kind of when the memes were starting and people were like, nobody knew I mean, all this shit was going down in Europe and Asia. And, and then yeah, all of a sudden it, it came, it came to where we came to our area and it's like, oh shit, like this is real. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, me- I remember like the first 14 days, every day you watched uh, like Trudeau's speech and then and, yeah. like Alberta and then like after like after say 20 days it was just like yeah, i ain't fucking watching this oh, shit dude. anymore the first, like, the first part of the quarantine was so <laughs> shitty like for me because i hurt my knee like the week before so i had a torn mcl i was by myself it was the middle of winter fuck man it was miserable so hard yeah. on towels and hand lotion yeah literally <laughs> went ran out fast <laughs> oh man but i mean i think i think too though a lot of good like I think lots of good has come out of it for people, you know. I think like, I'd have to agree. There's been a lot of good parts to it. Like it's forced, it's forced people to kind of like get creative and try new things, and like self reflection has been huge. Like I learned a lot about myself over the fucking quarantine. That's what did sure. you What did you learn, Wacy? 
Um, I just kind of, I just kind of like clearly identified more so when it comes to like relationships and stuff, kind of what I want and more so the direction I want to head. Did you write, I, did you write the, those pieces down? Do you no, have a specific... I didn't journal. I should have journaled through it, but I didn't. Do you have specific I actually goals? got, actually, I actually got a, I got, I actually got a, um, a good, well, during the quarantine, it was a good piece of advice. Jesse Lawrence was like, man, like we should be like journaling every day during this lockdown quarantine because like we're living through, literally living through like history book material. And something I just, I was just in such a shitty like space. I just didn't want anything to do with it. But looking back, I wish I'd have done it. Day, day, Wacy's journal, day 10, 10 a.m. Logging on to my PlayStation. (laughs) 3 a.m. Going to bed. 3 a.m. Tough day in the battlefield. Logging (laughs) out. Katie, Katie drop point zero five. There was literally though like a month straight where like it was my job to play cod all i did I'd, I'd wake up at like 10 sign on play all day because there's and there's lots of double xp and all that shit going on and like i would rip till 3 a.m like me and there'd be at least 10 guys on who'd play that late and then i'd just go to bed do the same thing because i couldn't work out like i had my knee and any fucking knee brace and nothing else to do so it was basically my job for a few weeks for a little good while times. Eh? good times got me through it that's for sure I didn't get my place or my Xbox until what was it May, so the weather was already mm-hmm. starting to get nice. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, been a nice piece to have. Gotta say, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a crazy a year though. Like it's been fun. Like for me, I've tried so many so many things and did some new stuff that I don't usually do and reconnected with some old friends. So it's been. Yeah, a, I think a lot. A heck of a year. And a lot of people travel. You know what I mean? Like I traveled to places, went places this year that I would never have gone to. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, man, we went to the lake there and, and, uh, to my buddy's cabin and he's asked me for like 10 years, James, you got to come, you got to come and you don't have time in the summer. Mm-mm. You know, you're, you're busy usually, and yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? You're either, either at a bull riding or you're somewhere over here or whatever. And you're like, dude, I can't get away for six days, seven days to go down there and hang out with mm-hmm. you. But this year we did. Even taking that a weekend is impossible. Yeah. Usually. I told I told Ted like I think in a previous episode this is the first summer that I haven't been to a rodeo either competing or working at it in like fourteen years, and I yeah, spent but- two I spent two full weeks in BC this summer I got mountain biked all over like Alberta and and BC and spent so much time doing stuff I never had the chance to do over the last few summers it was so nice just to like give it a change of pace and going going to the lake rather than going to Bruce Alberta. Whatever. No offense. Teddy, Teddy, no Teddy got a tan. Teddy got, Teddy tan. got a tan. Yeah, I got a tan yes. on the uh, like my tan went past my my back of my hands for the first time. That was cool. I enjoyed it. I wore shorts more. You know, it was I wore less jeans, which was very nice. Yeah, I was okay with that. It was good. It was very, very nice. Shorts are I deadly. Liked, I liked golfing a bit. That was nice. Uh, still got to go to a few events, and then. Yeah, the golf was great. The we did a BC trip as well. What else we do? Did I don't I don't know. We built the whole yeah. the cowboy shit, the merch. We did all that the brand. this year. You built the brand, expanded we the brand. That in late July, that was like middle of July. We got everything rolling, and mm-hmm. here we are, all these eighteen thousand dollar credit card bills later, and we're <laughs> rolling. <laughs> we're doing some stuff. Doing some yeah, shit that people are getting it for Christmas. Think of the yeah. points you got. It's wild. I get a lot of like snaps and like pictures of like cowboy shit in the wild. 
stuff like people like they'll see like one of our hats on a random person or whatever and send me a snap it's kind of cool to see on straight randos that's neat yeah yeah it's really neat to see yeah so okay well, hey, i wouldn't say that. randos people that probably watch the show but we just don't we know. don't know them yeah so it's yeah. It's, it's, neat. it's cool to see because like i'm always amazed that like people listen to this like it's so cool <laughs> that people take the time to listen to what we have to say in the interviews and they enjoy it which is great it's, it's something that i i've really grown to like appreciate over the last year or so just like realize as we as our reach has gotten further and like we've we gotten a bit more popular it's been some really cool to see that people like people are actually listening yeah, yeah thank you for listening thing. folks yeah. thanks for thanks for listening thanks for doing this for, that's been that's been like that's been a big part of 2020 though like we've had our listenership has gone up like a ton oh, yeah. in 2020 so i could that's definitely a positive i think it's like, like over uh, I'm going to, I'm going to look at it. You co- keep going ways. But yeah. I'm so like, like I was going to say, um, it's like, there's this, there's this big cloud of like darkness cast over 2020, but I feel like a lot of good has come from it. Like for individuals, I mean, I, oh, yeah. like, I'm, and I can't speak for everybody. I know it's been like a super hard time. We've been losing jobs and it, everything's kind of shitty that way. But um, I think that a lot of people have been forced to kind of get creative with how they spend their free time and we call um, it find stuff that they like pivoting. to do. Yeah, pivoting exactly. So, <laughs> I think I think that I it's um, a little bit. I think uh, I think it's been I think it's good for some people. Like for me, for me, it's been really good. Anyways, like just as an example, but I think it's it has been some good come out of a shitty time for sure. Um, I'm just gonna go back to July or January 2020 until December 2020. Apply. So yeah, just about almost 75,000 downloads on according to Podbean. Yeah, so, so far huge. in 2020. So, yeah, over half of our downloads all time have come from the last year, which yeah, is up 79% over last year. That's kind of neat. Awesome. That's Ooh, great. That's great. Yes, yeah, so 2020 has been a good year for cowboy shit. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we've only had like uh I'd have to go I have to look at this other piece here. Mm-hmm. But if we go like all time, we're at 131,500 as of t- today's taping. So, yeah, almost well over half of our downloads ever, and we started December 2017. Over half of our downloads ever have been in the last year, last 12 months. Yeah, so that's great. Thanks to the people for listening for sure. It's deadly. Yeah, yeah thanks. Man, for well, well, Christmas just wrapped up, boys. So how was yeah. Christmas? Christmas, Christmas was pretty illegal. Well, how was illegal? How was your illegal eh? Christmas dealings? Yeah, <laughs> I had a great, I had a great <laughs> Christmas. I won't comment further. I had a wonderful time. What was your guys' favorite <laughs> gift you got for Christmas? Oh man, we got a new mailbox from Storm's uh, um, Storm's wow. mom's husband. Yeah, it's like a it's like wow. a cedar mailbox. It's you know you're a, an adult when you're pumped up for a mailbox. And you got you guys <laughs> when you see it, you'll be like, yeah, that's a pretty cool mailbox. It's pretty neat. Does it got the bird on it? That no, up. it's it's got like it's like a it's got a thing, and you just put the mail in it. But it's like a whole like drawer you pull out almost like it's like got a oh, hinge like thing. a hide a bed and like, like a hide a bed like it's like a box. I'm having a hard time a visualizing box. this. It's like a little box inside of a box and it's cedar. It's like a Russian like a nesting doll, almost. Weighted just right. Just a bunch of little mailboxes. <laughs> Pretty much, it's weighted just right that it like tips back in. Like it'll you tip it out, put the mail in, and then it'll tip back in. Oh, unless, it's like, like garbage. Is this is this a homemade, is it home, it's a homemade like a homemade gift? Yeah, homemade gift. gift. Homemade gift. Really? Yeah, wow, wow, that's outstanding. Good. For it's you. really neat. Yeah, wait till you see that. It's, it's very nice. But uh, um, yeah, the mailbox man, it's real cool. And then Storm got me this cool book. It's a rocket book. It's this 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 book, and you can like write in it with this special pen, and then 
you can erase it that you can upload it to the clouds it's like one of those blacklight message like blacklight pens you can like just see what the like, unite secret yeah. messages about people actually if it gets too Wait, hot it'll really fade pissed. away but it's really pissed it, me off today. Then he only it, Ted can see when he shines a little light on it. Yeah, and then if you but then if you freeze it, it'll come back. If it gets hot, it goes away. Like put it in the oven for a while, heat it up with microwave, all the words go away, and then you put it in the freezer and then bam, they're back. Oh wow. kind of witchcraft, dude. It's kind of neat. Full or nice. fully, what'd you get for Christmas? I I just got home today from uh went on a little snowboard trip. Uh just got home today, so I haven't seen anybody to even get a gift. Oh, okay. So you're oh, gonna have Christmas. So you had, you had the gift of friendship and companion yeah. and fresh pow. Fresh pow, old son. <laughs> Wowzer was it good. Shred the gnar. We're pretty lucky with how deadly the ski hills in Alberta are. Like how close yeah. in the city we are to like some of the best skiing. Other than Banff is on complete lockdown. See, it it was an eye opener for, for us because we're Saskatchewan rules here. So oh, like restaurants nice. restaurants are still open all that stuff right which so, it fucking they still should be man I, yeah I, we get we get to banff and you got to wear a mask walking down the street yeah yeah, yeah. in this in the stores two people allowed in the stores like wow. it was not it was nuts man and then in our in our hotel like you have to wear a mask and you go outside people are smoking with their masks and <laughs> yeah Man, it, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, it was way, way different than here. And then yeah. you go into your, just sit in your hotel room, but it was good. We did one day at Sunshine, shredded, and then two days at Lake Louise. So it was good. Nice. That's deadly. Wacy didn't make it, but whatever. I tried I to. Hold it. Man, I won't hold that, it against you. If you guys were done Sunshine, I probably could have made it work, but Louise is but in what'd you say? Pr- Before you say that, what'd you tell me? So I wanted to go to know. Louise. That Sunshine sucks. Especially if you're I hate sun, I hate I hate sunshine. I I would rather not go to sunshine because I, I prefer Louise. But yeah. Louise is doing that like res, reservation system, so I fucked up and didn't get a ticket on yeah. time. That's, Someone that's say on, you dropped that's the on, ball, man. That's on me. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. I'm not sitting here pointing any fingers. Yeah, I'm wearing well, you'd one. Be, you'd be looking at the man on the mirror. In the I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what I did the night before. After I told you I couldn't buy a ticket, I just like went and had a long look in the mirror and just like you fucked up, buddy. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Man. Oh, what a banger. That that night when we were, we were playing video games, you just popped off like that whole first verse of that song. That was oh, fucking man, I so used funny. to love that song. That's a great song. That's so good. And wait until karaoke comes back. Dude, we should have a cow, cowboy oh shit karaoke at, at a bar in Calgary. Watch me. Just have like. Yeah, we'll just we can no, we, we can rent our, our own. Party. We can rent our own room at Galaxy Karaoke for like you can rent a karaoke room and have your own fucking party. Man, can we, we got, have a cowboy guys, shit party though? Just yeah, guys, yeah, we got to think about a a stampede party for this next year. Yeah, stampede karaoke oh. party. So right? we have a cowboy shit stampede party. Maybe this karaoke could be quite the time. Just saying, could be neat. We might. I'd be. Man, we, we might have to talk to some people that know people to see if we can't get hooked up with something pretty sweet. Could be neat. Could be real neat. We uh, that'd be. We better wrap this first part up though, and get on to our interview. Yeah, what were you looking at, Ted? Uh, I was looking at my notes over here. Oh no! Oh. Before that, anyways. Over cool. this way. Or that way. Oh, you looked like you were looking at your computer screen when we and James were talking. This one, could be. Uh, anyways, that's fine. Stats, different things, notes, um, just rolling, I guess. Any, you know, who I was thinking about for this or this uh show here, on on music the other day was was Michael Jackson. I haven't heard from that guy. He just was just singing oh, Michael wow. Jackson. That's where you, that's where you got yeah. the idea. He was just singing Michael Jackson like a minute ago. Yeah, you, but you were doing that. But I was actually thinking about you. That brought it back up. But I was thinking the other day about Michael Jackson because we were talking. I don't about believe some, you now. 
Well, okay. Anyways, I was thinking about Michael. <laughs> I should say that I was thinking about Michael Jackson the other day, and now that you brought him up, we should play one of his tunes for the end of the first. Uh, hey, James is singing the song. song you have to play. I don't know that's if I have that one. On this that's what we have to play at the end of the show because we're coming into a new year and we have yeah. to start with the man in the mirror in the new year. Okay. Start okay, well, changing things, loosening up. I'll get if that. you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself. I I'll get, the rest of it. I'll get that rolling for the uh for the end of the uh you know <laughs> the end of the show. Get that one going. All right. Anyways, this is the uh this is ep- this is episode eighty one of Cowboy Shit. Ted Stoven. We did, did we even mention our Stoven. guest? Yeah, he's I was just gonna say right now. Oh our nice interview coming up after this with Quick Dick McDick. If you uh well if you clicked on the show Twitter sensation. you already checked it out, you're gonna we're gonna talk to that guy after this. Gonna be uh be quite the show, folks. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back uh, back after this. Why you always in the mood? Messing around like I'm brand new. I ain't trying to tell you what to do, but try to play cool. Baby, I ain't playing by you. Do the TikTok dance. TikTok dance. I don't know. I don't have TikTok. This is a TikTok. Is this for this song too? I don't know. I don't know I shredded with this song. That's a good, that'd be a good shred song, man. You can watch your dog run away for days Golden fields of wheat As far as you can see There's nowhere in the whole world With more Richardson's ground squirrels Grain elevators in a line Out in the land of the living skies When you see me counting rabbits on a camp Wearing the proud of a 13th man You hear about all of the curling I've done There ain't no doubt you where I'm from I'm a Okay, this is episode 81 of Cowboy Shit. I'm Ted, my co-host, Wacey Anderson, over here. Guest co-host once again, guest host, Mr. James Foley up in Lloydminster. And our guest today is a man whose views on Western politics, small-town humor, farming, oil, and more have been a hit sensation over the past year with over 5 million views on YouTube. This agricultural technician tells it like it is with his humor, rhymes, and entertaining beard from Tufnell, Saskatchewan, Dixon DeLorean, or more often known as Quick Dick McDick. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Absolutely. What a nice uh, introduction. Thanks, man. I was hoping I got that right. The only way I, that guys usually can get it right is, is if they write their own, but I never asked you for one. So how's, how's it feel <laughs> well, to be, how's it feel to be a guy from Tufnell? And have uh, oh, it's, it's, 70, it's been amazing since on day one. Oh, on the followers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's always good to be from Tufnell, but I like, I, I, I really don't like, watch really close i was chatting with ted here uh a, a little while ago leading up to this and he's like you know how many subscribers you got on youtube and i was like shit man i, I gotta look i guess because i really don't follow it that close i guess but yeah i guess there's some people follow me why i don't know but uh yeah i don't know it's uh it's 
seems to be grabbing traction with people and they want to see this stuff. So that's cool. That's neat, I guess. Right. So what's, what sparked the idea then? How did it come about? We just like, fuck it. I'm going to make a funny video. <laughs> it's, Oh no, it was, uh, it, it's pretty hilarious actually. Uh, so like my dad is in, uh, is in a lot of these videos as big mustache. Yeah. Out, yeah. Right? The one I watched today. Uh, right? and the, like the guy's just like ever since I grew up and got away from home, cause he's like every other, you know, kid's dad, when you were growing up, I mean, he was giving you shit all the time oh, yeah. and whatever. And you're like, ah, you're not the best guy on planet earth. But now when you look back on it, you're like, man, what a beauty. You know what I mean? Uh, but this all started kind of with him. I'd, uh, I'd left a, a career in the oil field, uh, non-market related. Uh, we were still doing really well. Everything was fine. It was just kind of time for a change. And uh, I was on this massive motorcycle trip and uh, I was coming, uh, I like, uh, I was on my way home here because uh, it's kind of on the way to where I was going for my first stop on the motorcycle. And I was like, well, I'm going to spend a week at home and, you know, get tanked with the old man for a little while. And uh, showed up here and he's like, well, yeah, I mean, we got to, we got a shitload of firewood to cut here while, you, while you're home. I was like, well, cool. Well, let's go cut some firewood then. Right. So jump in uh jump in a truck and i oh okay, i get a backup kid i had downloaded snapchat because the whole point of me going on this on this motorcycle trip was like <laughs> to get away from social media and to get off my phone and everything right so i like deleted all my stuff and i was like i'm just going on this bike trip and but my my brothers were like uh, hey man y- you can't just disappear and not like text anybody or call anybody or do any of this stuff so my older brother's like get snapchat and he's like just post to your story once a day like where you're at you don't even have to say anything just post something with your face in it so we know nobody jacked your phone yeah it's, it's the proof of life exactly <laughs> meanwhile you're at the paper. st victor fucking bike rally you're getting turned <laughs> off <laughs> yeah that's right yeah just hoppy grails off of a motorcycle seat uh, uh but no but anyways uh so we're, we're jumping in into bma's truck and it's called woody Cause you got to name all your trucks. Right. But this is the truck that he uses specifically for cutting firewood still heats his home with wood. Like they oh. have a wood fireplace, electric backup. And he's like, I ain't paying no fucking carbon tax. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so we jump in this truck and I mean, this is kind of like where the video Saskatchewan farm trucks came from, because this is what all of his trucks are like. And they're just like mangled and the mirrors are missing. And uh, there's a, uh, massive collection of tools on the passenger floorboard because <laughs> he never has a passenger in it because my mother will not be seen in public in that truck there's mice living and, in the seats. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, exactly you've been in his truck yeah hey man i know so, i know <laughs> so uh this is all going on and like the seat is leaning a little bit too far forward because there's so many empty beer cans behind the seat and everything right <laughs> uh and i'm like and we're, we're slamming a a, a beer and uh you know we're on the cotton trail going into to cut firewood uh it, we'd never drink the beer till we stopped because we would never drink and drive right there you never drink a beer in a, in a vehicle right so uh anyways i was like this is this is fucking hilarious actually what's going on here like this is everyday life here and how many people would actually find this funny i was like well my brothers would find this funny and i had a couple other guys on snap on snapchat to uh Evan McGee, a chuck wagon racer and a few other guys, whatever that kind of been following me along a little bit. And I just started pretending that I was some kind of guy named quick Dick McDick. (laughs) And that this was a, that this was an ad for selling firewood in Saskatchewan. But 
that's how it started. And I just, I looked over at dad. I was going to like, well, I got to call him big mustache Al. <laughs> and he'll be like, he'll be like some fancy business North of Tufnell, Saskatchewan called big mustache Al ventures. And so I just started rolling off with a whole bunch of jokes about wood and trimming bush and splitting bush and a whole bunch of different stuff. And, uh, and the more beer I drank, the more I kept rolling with it. And like a bunch of the guys got hold of me the next day and they were like, dude, I, I hadn't put it to my story. I was just sending it to them. They're like, you got to put this to your story so we can save it. And then like, that was just kind of like the starting point that did this for months, just on Snapchat, not saving anything and just letting her fly. And then it got to that. Like, I don't know how many people were following me on Snapchat, but uh, it got to the point where everyone kept like, messaging me to send them old ones and send me this one and send me that one or whatever. And I was like, you know what, this would be way easier if I just put it on YouTube and you can just watch it there. Then I don't have to send it to you. Right. Well, here we are a little while later <laughs> and yeah, it just kind of, kind of took off, I guess it's straight, just strange. It's completely unintentional. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like how like far you've reached. Like I, like before I knew who you were, like I'd, I'd see a lot of your videos pop up on my Twitter feed and stuff. It's, it's amazing why you can go from like just posting Snapchat stories to your buddies to being like people know you all over the country now. It's, it's insane. And like this, this happened in it, like within a year, mm-hmm. uh, I, apparently like people like work at this and they like try and get big reach and big engagement and stuff like that. And <laughs> I like, I have no idea what I'm doing with the, you know, like promoting stuff and pushing stuff and any of that shit or whatever. I never really looked into it cause it's kind of not what it's about. But I had one lady from a from an auto sales group in uh, in Saskatoon, and there was another media group for the Saskatchewan Rush that actually got a hold of me, and they're like, "We're hoping you can meet with our social media team, and and like show them your tricks of of like how you get this kind of traction <laughs> off of your stuff or whatever." And I was like, "I was like, oh, I don't need to be there. So there's a little upload button." on the youtube thing you just push it it's it's that easy you know what i mean i'm like i don't i don't fucking know <laughs> that's but crazy yeah, uh, yeah i don't know i don't know why it, it people say that they like they identify with it or like it, it's just what i say is like just what happens on their place too kind of thing oh, I, 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 people, to me i like for me i like i grew up on a ranch in northeast saskatchewan and that video you, i watched your video today of the one where you're like trying to decide whether to close the gate or not when you're feeding cows i've had that conversation <laughs> yeah. with myself a hundred times in my life <laughs> How um, many times did you chase the cows after you didn't close oh, them? Every time, every time. At least a hundred yeah. times, right? And there's always you never learn. You never yeah. learn from the last time, never, right? Never, like, never. well, it, you've got this huge manifesto of reasons why it didn't go right last time and why it will go right this time. So mm-hmm. you're just like, no, well, I mean, it was all wrong, and there was two hanging out by the gate, and I should have chased them away first, and then I should have dropped one bale over there, and then it would have went better. I'm gonna do different this time, and then five minutes later, you're chasing the cattle back in the pen. Again. And the last <laughs> thing you want to do is call your dad because he's gonna tear tear you into you. Oh. First of all, he's gonna call you a dipshit or whatever. Oh, he's gonna man. spend at least five minutes shaming you before he helps you work the problem. You're like, okay, can we just get these cattle back in, and then you can call me a dipshit all you want, kind of thing. Yeah, we've it's all lived real. it. It's too real, man. It's too real. So, like, going like, <laughs> moving forward now with your content you're putting out, like, are you do you have a bit of a plan, or are you kind of just like you think of something on the spot and you're like, I'm videoing this, then you upload it, or? Yeah, it's. Uh it takes quite a bit to put this stuff together. It didn't at first, but now when you start doing a bunch of editing and stuff, it gets, yeah, there gets to be a lot to it. But, uh, so I've always got a rolling, like I call it a job board or whatever, but like, I've got ideas of this is the, I want to do a video on this, 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 this. And then, so you've always got that rolling list. And then all of a sudden something will jump out at you from somewhere and you'd be like, I'm going to bump that one and I'm going to do one on this kind of thing or whatever. And 
and you just kind of roll with it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people would be like, you run out of material. Are you going to run out of material? Like, well, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> it's just, you can, you can find pretty funny shit out here every day. Oh, God, you, yeah. you don't even have to really look for, hard enough for it. You just got to have an open mind. Right. And just kind of be taking it all in. Right. But uh, I like, you know, going forward, I don't really have a plan. I was going to take a break here for the next couple of weeks, which I, I put on my last uh, upload there. Uh, and then I, like, I just, a lot of people messaged me and they were like, Hey man, we, you know, you, you help pull us through COVID or this. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, we just wait for you. Oh, they're like, we just, we wait for your uploads and everything every Monday. And I'm like, people wait for this garbage. Like, <laughs> uh, but so, and yeah, I just kind of took the pressure off. I was like, I'm not going to upload every Monday from now on. I'm just going to do whatever I can. And then like all of a sudden you just kind of catch something and you start running with it. And literally like I was working on it just before I, I got on this with you guys. And I know I got a good one coming when I'm sitting there editing it, laughing my ass off. Like that's a sign that it's going to be a good one. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. So I just kind of roll with it. And then it, it doesn't take much. And I try to, I've tried to not do as many political ones as I was lately, just because you get sick of that stuff. And eventually it gets to the point where when you're working on it and researching it and everything, it's, it's like, it's, it's almost depressing. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I, I'd rather talk about throwing a pair of fence players into a snowbank or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, not to say that I won't do any more of them or whatever, but yeah. it's just, uh, I like well, to mix even, it it's up even more relatable bit. too, though. Like, like more people can relate to the funny shit that happens on the farm than, yeah, well, man, they, to they totally can. Yeah. yeah. And then I think some of the stuff that a guy does, what, like, uh, people get, uh, like people say they, they learn from my videos of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, sometimes I'm doing stuff where it's farming or I'll do kids videos where I try and make it educational and stuff like that. But lots of the time it's just kind of what's going on in the background when I do this shit and everyone's like, Oh, wow. That's amazing that that's how that works. People are watching the background pretty close. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Have you, have, have, you, have you got much hate mail from, uh, from people after you post shit? So, so like actual physical mail at the Tufnell post office, not so far. No, um, no, no. But no. so there's one lady, there's one lady that works at the post office and she always calls me and lets me know that I have packages that have arrived or mail that's arrived or whatever, which is, which is fine. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cool. Can you open that for me? just open her up and see what's inside there kind of thing so i know that if she's alive by the time i get there it can't be that bad of hate mail you know what i mean so uh but yeah there's oh you get there's lots of you get trolls and there's there's people that i i like there's people that'll subscribe to your channel or that follow you on twitter or whatever that they are just there to to make to your troll life you. miserable yeah oh, yeah, yeah. And, and like but like i i haven't found one like people get upset and lose their minds and go off the deep end on a lot of these people or trolls or whatever it is. And I'm just like, sometimes I just kind of egg them on a little bit. You know what I mean, cause it's I like, so I easy. Just, oh, but, but like, I really just don't give a shit about social media. And if some punk is going to try and bust my chops over something that I've done and quote graphs from 2016 and spend his afternoon doing that. I mean, half the time when I'm tweeting, it's, you know, I'm I, like waiting for the feed wagon to come in or, <laughs> the augers running in the background and I got a couple of seconds to do it. And like, I don't, I don't live on my phone. It feels like I do a lot more now than I used mm -hmm. to, but yeah, you, you get haters, but you, <laughs> uh, I've heard of guys, uh, have you guys heard of the uh, millennial farmer? No. Down the States, he's got this, this huge channel and he's a 
very positive, highly educative, educative, educative um, channel. Yeah, that sounds good, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like he does stuff where he's just like, here's how we do things on our farm. And like, there's some funny stuff in it. Like, I really don't, unfortunately, I don't watch a lot of uh, content, but I, I caught him on the Shark Farmer podcast one day uh, this spring when I was seen and he was like, uh, I get more people hating on me, like being like, like, why the fuck are you doing that? Why don't you do this? Like, you're a retard or whatever, right? You're just like, well, does it make you feel better, bud, to say that <laughs> to some comment on a YouTube channel? Because if it does, you just type away. You get those fingers and just start chicken pecking on that board until you feel better. And I'll even buy you a beer at the end of the day. You <laughs> yeah. Tough no, like who gives a shit, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's but, pretty easy to put those guys in a blender. Those ones getting after you. Um, I wanted to ask about your truck, Blue Ball. Aside from obvious reasons, <laughs> how did that come about? It's a, bit, it's a bit focal point of many of your videos too. You know what it is? And it just kind of, uh, I, I can't remember, like, like, specifically, I can't remember how it's made its first appearance or what happened, but all of a sudden, like, it kind of caught a little bit of traction. But um, so the bar or ranch that you see in the background of, of everything that I do, like, I do not own that farm. Like, my land is north of Tufnell, and that's a farm that's, oh, man, we're, what, 3,400 acres and 300 head of cattle on the bar at ranch there. So there's two of us that are working there all the time. Uh, Mark Rogers is the other guy, the, the owner of the place. And uh, we, we like, we get along really good. And he's, he's a beauty of a guy to work for. And like, it's just hilarious. We rode the school bus together and we were kids. Like I know the guy pretty good. You know what I mean? But yeah, we were, I just, you have to name all your equipment. And we were in harvest last year and I just, uh, I started calling it blue ball. And he's like, blue, blue balls, blue. I was like, no, not blue balls. It's blue ball. Just one oh blue blue ball blue ball yeah. well why blue ball well then you go through the story well i mean it's harvest and you don't have time for anything else but trucking so i mean one condition comes about but it can't be blue balls because you would need several trucks right so that's where it's got the whole family we got blue ball and then we got the body jobs are old ball and wrinkly ball so when harvest is on and you're giving her hell the only thing that you've got is wrinkly old blue ball and that's yeah. that's the family of trucks and it just seems Seems to have taken off, but like, uh, I'll tell you what, that truck ever blows an engine or something like that. I mean, he, you can't really put it to the back of the yard now. You know what I mean? It's become you a bring focus back point. To life, to a lot yeah. Of, yeah, it's become, become a focus point. In a lot of these videos, either that, or you have to very conspicuously paint another truck just like it. Right. So have you noticed but, like uh, people treating you differently now? Maybe around uh, Tufnell? Like, are you local? Geez, man, like, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a like those glasses Actually, I... with like the nose and the mustache when you walk around it's <laughs> <laughs> roll out it's the a... red carpet at co-op <laughs> you know they what even, it, they don't even ask so... they just know it yeah <laughs> oh that's quick dude got 3064 yeah he's young he's got a high co-op number those young bastards there, right? uh <laughs> it's uh the thing around here is most people know you you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah and sure. I, I think a lot of the content that I put up, um, it's it, it's actually, it's how I come up with my content and how I do it is I like, I put my content out for people around here, um, which was actually kind of a, a, well, I'll touch back on that in a minute here. But uh, so like anything that anybody sees of what I put up, like they're not shocked by it. They laugh at it and they're like, well, that's just Dixon. We, we've known him since he was shitting his pants still do every now and then you know what i mean but uh it 
so I don't get treated really different like nobody around here asks for a selfie or any of that stuff. We're all just kind of, it's all just kind of the same, you know what I mean? But uh, it, it is a little bit crazy when you go like, not so much recently because I just don't go anywhere or do anything, but like, man, there was uh, I went to the, uh, the Saskatchewan rush game last year before COVID hit and we were doing an operation smile fundraiser there. And I could not wrap my head around the amount of people that were like coming up and I got to shake your hand and I want a picture with you and everything. That's super weird, man. Because it just, I'm just like, well, do you want to have a beer or what? Or what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how to handle any of this stuff, but I guess, yeah, you could call it small town famous, but around here, I mean, I'm just, I'm just another yeah. guy. Just everybody's just super chill around here. And uh, like, but you've known everybody for so long here. Nothing yeah. really changes, you know, other than the odd time someone will text you be like, funny video man and be like thanks man <laughs> yeah, you know like, what i mean <laughs> that's like the one thing i've noticed about like my time in alberta living in the city people don't really realize like how what growing up in a small town is if you're not from like a tiny small town and like by nakem i think we're full 500 people total in town nakem's a beauty that's your yeah, hometown or a... that's where they make real them, nice <laughs> <laughs> but uh but then you like people in calgary think like oak tokes and high river are a small town like literally like melfort was the closest town to nakem and it's smaller than high river it's yeah and when you're nakem. going to melfort from nakem it's like you put your good clothes on and you're going to the big town there right? is somebody in, who lived in our area who'd never been to melfort they just didn't leave <sighs> Just stay in their little God bless them. <laughs> yeah, Melford, I ain't going to the city. No, I ain't no. going to the city. Right? <laughs> I got everything I need right here in Nakem. Yeah. Have you have uh, you done an aggribition yeah. since your fame hit? <clears throat> no. Um that's gonna be aggribition no, for you, uh, man. <laughs> Chris Lane actually, uh, he, I see what you did there. That was clever, actually. Um <laughs> Chris Lane actually reached out to me and, and wanted me to go like, but unfortunately it was canceled here or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, uh, I've definitely year. been in touch with them. Have you, yeah, have next you year, actually the, the only thing I've done or gone is uh, there's a thunderstruck gag put on a thanks for farming tour in place of uh, uh, Oh man. What was it? They replaced in red deer. Um, we went there. Agritrade. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Ted. Um, but like, yeah, I, like I'd never really do trade shows or any of that stuff. I like, it's stuff that I usually mm -hmm. don't go to or whatever. And they sold a specific amount of tickets and had COVID restrictions in place. And you had to wear a mask or a visor the whole time you were in there or whatever. And went and hosted a round table there with a couple of local farmers and some stuff. And I, I was kind of like thinking about not doing it. And this guy was like, he's like, we're donating the door proceeds on this day to uh, smiles through Lindsay, which is suicide prevention program and red deer. And then the Remembrance Day, the day that I was there, was to the to the Red Deer uh, Air Cadets and all the cadet foundations and everything around there. Like, they were just trying to raise money for local stuff. And I was like, shit, okay, I'll be there. You know what I mean? Um, and it was incredible. Um, and I would, like, once all this travel restrictions and lockdowns and COVID leave here or whatever, like, I, I'll definitely get in on some of that stuff because it was a good time. Everyone kind of respected everybody's space there. And it turned out not being a... Uh, a, a mass transmitter which was fantastic news <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh but yeah it was you know it was good and uh i think it does people good to kind of meet you sometimes and kind of talk to you and see what you're all about because nobody gets to ask me questions or nobody gets to talk to me or whatever they just see what i got and they probably got a million questions and i mean shit i'll, I'll talk to anybody you know what i mean so
like hey, i'm talking to you guys i'll talk to anybody you know <laughs> yeah legit yeah <laughs> scraping scraping <laughs> have you have you have any like good stories from the swamp in agribition or any time have you spent any time down there over it, like, the pretty, or, or even the pump i want to hear some pump oh. stories <laughs> no, i get you know what i don't have uh i've never really spent a lot of time in regina i'm more like okay, i don't blame you <laughs> saskatoon I, not from the pump but i've got a, i've got a beauty from the, the branch yes the branch yes i love the branch big fan of the branch so my older yeah the branch is a beauty yeah uh so my older brother went to sias there and like he was he he was 51 steps away from the long branch and like he knew how many steps he was to get to the long branch right um and he did his ag tech course for john deere there or whatever and uh we went down for his graduation we had a few tears in there but it was his grad night there and he was always talking about this this waitress that worked down there now i won't use any (laughs) names of anybody to for implications but i'm the younger brother here he's two years older than me and i was looking at him i was like never waste your time on the waitress you never waste your time Ever. on it's the, the waitress because they 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 put up with our garbage for I don't know how long and it's all terrible and then they look at you and they're like who are you you're some kind of jack wagon or whatever and get out of here you're much better to just knock your standards down a few pegs and go to the corner of the bar and just start <laughs> trolling over there you know what I mean so no no bro, she's gorgeous that's right <laughs> She's, she's gorgeous she's gorgeous she's good looking she's all this she's all that uh i was like okay whatever so we get down there we get drinking he's like that's her and she he's like that's her and i'm this tough guy that had given him all this advice to be like don't waste your time or whatever and i was like shit <laughs> that's nice you know what i mean so anyways he's been trying to to pick her up for i don't know how long or whatever but whether he wasn't playing his game or what he was doing but i wheeled in there and uh well, I'll be damned if uh, if I didn't go wasting my time on the waitress, but oh, I actually no. wound up winning. I had her coming to grab me for a dance and everything, and I just remember my older brother sitting there being like, I hate you. That's why. What's going on? Like, I have been trying at this for how long, how long, how long? It's like, yeah, well, shit, or get off the pot, man. Too bad the better-looking brother had to come into the situation. <laughs> had the old bull. How about some of the young calf? <laughs> 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 well i don't think she'd had any of the old yeah, bull at that fair, point yeah. in time but i mean either way right it's just like that's, that's, that's actually my favorite bull joke is the one where you get the young bull that comes and gets unloaded from the trailer and runs around starts hoofing the ground and everything and bonnet everything and he goes to the old bull and says see all them horny cows down there the old bull goes yeah he said i'm gonna go down there and fuck one of them <laughs> the old bull goes well why don't we just walk down there together and fuck them all <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that joke of that joke was born at the long branch for sure i, <laughs> I think i think it was written on a napkin at the long branch <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, with three spilled rum paralyzers on the oh. napkin and the, on the carpet part too <laughs> <laughs> you know the branch yeah you oh, know man. the branch oh, really when i turned well. 19 when i went to the, when i turned 19 i went to the branch every thursday for two months straight it was a good run. That's that's a pretty good run. Oh man! And it was, it was the best part of it was we'd show up and the line was so long we'd have enough time to go grab a six pack from the off sales and someone bring it back. <laughs> and we'd, it we'd, have a, we'd have a drink before we got into the bar. It was the best, man. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's that's good quality. And there's like fast forward a few years, I'd always try and stay there if I was going to get drunk at the branch. I'd always try and stay right there because then you, you it's people bad always enough end to up and, going to the branch. Yeah, well, ex- exactly right. Yeah, mm. and so, so you just. 
you just got to stick it out. Like it starts off a little skinny and there's not a lot of people there, but you just like, just get a good seat and give yourself some, get a seat close to the dance floor. Oh yeah. yeah Did, didn't they right. build uh didn't they build like little, uh, squares. dancing squares. Yeah, that's, right. Dancing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things me and my buddy used to do, we'd go, we'd leave to go to the branch at like seven 30. We park at a table in just like a really good spot and we just watch the whole night unfold in front of us. And it was one of the funnest things I've ever done. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, just, it's progressively slower, it's bigger and bigger. And then next thing you know, you're just crippled. Nine to five comes yeah. on, you're straight to the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I've been there. But that's it was kind of funny because when I heard that the branch was like one of the big mega spreaders uh, out of the outbreaks in Saskatoon, I was like, that ain't the first virus the branch has been a mega spreader of. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's completely right, too. It's not oh, wrong at all. Man, what a place. Do you ever, you ever end up going to the Colonial in, in Saskatoon? uh no no i haven't man. It, no. man it's it's kind of like it's it's kind of got branch vibes but they play obviously like more like top 40 and stuff and it's a karaoke bar too and it's it gets, it's pretty stabby in there like probably on the stabby <laughs> scale it's probably an eight out of ten on the stabby scale Ooh. That's, you know that's pretty solid <clears throat> that's pretty solid i like a bar with a bit there. of stabbiness honestly you, you have to because that that it adds character and and it, it keeps you more intent and alert and in tune to the situation you know when you're dancing around every now and then you just give the old shoulder check yeah. kind of thing. So it's a good stretch and everything. And you're just making sure nobody's just going to get you in the kidney there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. Really oh. good times. But no, it's, we spent a lot of time at uh, Winston's pub in, oh, yeah. in Saskatoon, especially like Saskatoon yeah. be a good rip to go on the motorcycles every now and then. And more times than not, Winston's has made it an overnighter in Saskatoon versus a day trip. <laughs> yeah. At yeah, the trouble. Sometimes. Suck you in. Yeah. Um, the question that I always wonder about, you know, when you're driving in Saskatchewan and you see every small town you're driving up to, it's like, we got the coldest beer in Saskatchewan. Every, every small town, Nakem has it on their town sign. Like we got the cold. Yeah. Who do you think has the coldest beer in Saskatchewan? That'd be a good, like free, here's a free content idea for you. Oh man. That's actually, you know what that make a video. Who has the coldest OV or Bohemian or Pilsner or whatever you drink. That's oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with just because I'm a local guy. Like I I would go when the Margot Bar was in business, because uh, that was actually the like logistically the closest bar to where we lived was the Margot Bar, and then you could get out to the karaoke, which was called the El Karaoke, uh, just because it looked like a like a, a Mexican style bar kind of thing or whatever. <clears throat> and it, that's a great place to go if you ever get in the neck of the woods because they've got their walls are just plastered with like bills with people's names on them and everything it was one of those bars that did that so they were a close second but it was a nice little like a loop that you could you could hit the margo bar then the karaoke bar then you could swing over to wadena and then over to Elfrost, and then oh, make your wadena. way back into into foam lake and then uh maybe end your night at Sheho at the queen's hotel in Sheho. Oh pretty good time ride the prairie chicken you know but uh <clears throat> i'd say uh i'd say margo had pretty strong game back in the day uh now I, like i don't know like, like I, I, it's been a long time since i've just gone and sat in a few bars like a guy kind of starts oh, losing track you know so bad that's all i want to do i know <laughs> like i just want i just want to i, I want to sit in a bar and just get shit my pants drunk and not have to worry about it you know what i mean like i don't want to i don't want to close at nine i don't want to have to worry about how many people are there i don't want to have to put a mask on and go take a piss but i mean I'll in all reality rockstar on the jukebox 26 times <laughs> 
Papa, <laughs> Sister Christian, maybe something I like that. Just bit, repeat yeah. constantly. Pour yeah, some sugar absolutely. on. Yeah, it's a class. It's a like, top <laughs> top five of the Nakem bar. I feel like I feel like pour some sugar on me is more of a classic stripper song. Mm. Yeah, but we don't have strippers in Saskatchewan, so we don't. We have to go to Brandon or Verdon for those. Well, either that or you could just pay the right people in Tufnell and you can get a show that you might want or not want. It's up to you. Yeah. That happens, you gotta, if you have, that happens at the pit parties every time. Yeah, it actually, it happens in the downstairs room of the of the Tufnell curling rink. So, you, yeah, it's, it's, it's exclusive entry only. Uh, Larry Ukrainis will stop you at the door and be like, you got to give him the code and everything to get in there. So, yeah. Gross. Crazy yeah, things happen in, Sask- and, in Saskatchewan curling rinks. They, they do, oh. but like, I'll, I'll tell you what, if, if there is one thing that I am missing bad this year is the Tufnell curling rink, um, because it's natural ice, it's two sheets, and uh, it's two sheets, but you always get three sheets to the wind <laughs> at Tufnell, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the drinking joke kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like, I just don't think we're going to wind up doing ice there this year or whatever, just because of what's going Tough, on yeah. in that that blows because there's it's the best thing about Saskatchewan rinks curling rinks this happens at a lot of places but is the honor bar yeah oh yeah the booze is all back there and it's all open and they trust that you're going to take one ounce and you are going to pay two dollars for that <laughs> ounce and if you take two ounces you are going to pay four dollars for that two ounces and the bar and keep everybody knows. just sometimes there's not even a barkeep you just go and you go and you make yeah. change and you do your thing and then at the end of the night if it doesn't add up nobody's leaving the fucking rink until we figure <laughs> out who was fucking with, with the cash at the cash bar right and the, and there's always an old boy that just gets absolutely fucked and he knows Shit exactly can. exactly how much he owes the next day but how do you just remember keep keeping track of it on the inside of a DeMaurier King size special <laughs> cigarette pack, right? Making little marks on it. That's awesome. <laughs> the pull tabs, just a little pull tab on it there. <laughs> Holy man. Far- farm spiels are like the best, uh, the best. Any, anybody who's been to a farm spiel, it's just a shit show. The Nakam farmers bond spiel <laughs> would like, they would draw people from all over the Northeast. People would come from far and wide and there'd be tractors and shit parked in front of the curling rink. Oh, I like yeah, to know like the, the volume of great Western beer drank that weekend. Oh yeah. If, if you haven't got at least one chore tractor with a bale on the three point hitch and one on the fork and three snowmobiles out front and one truck parked there, that's got the hood up with a set of booster cables just dangling over the side of it. <laughs> you are not at a ring schedule. There's one, there's one guy literally that puts his booster cables on before he goes in and gets shit bombed because he knows that he's going to need a boost when he comes out of it. <laughs> Heaven forbid you go buy a new battery, right? Ah, someone will get me a boost. It's no big deal. Holy Bale, bale, bale trucks with the with the cane you know the the cow cane absolutely gotta be at least one of those parked up yeah that's true the, yeah that's a true story the, stock the, stock trailer is nice to see too right it's always good to see one yeah, guy yeah. that was on on his way to the sail ring or on his way back from the sail ring that just stopped in to see who was winning and the he takes up all the just... parking spaces in front of the ring <laughs> just, yeah eight parking, parking spaces <laughs> yeah <clears throat> And then Gertrude that lives across from the rink is all pissed because everyone's parking on the street in front of her place. And it's just <laughs> a chain ended. reaction of Never chaos. Ended. Yeah. <laughs> Are every, everybody's sitting in the in the lounge with their muck boots and car hearts on, just stinking up the joint. <laughs> oh yeah. That's cool. Stinking it up. Stinking it up. 
You highfalutin yeah. bastard over there, aren't you? Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and play, right. and usually, usually there's a couple games of crib too in between. Easy. Yeah, you, yeah. You probably you sound like the kind of guy that puts the arm charm on before he goes to the curling rink there, James. <laughs> probably, uh, probably, probably oil, probably oil the probably oil the beard too before you get rolling. He in does there, live eh? on the Alberta oh. side of Lloyd, so it makes sense. It adds oh up. yeah, easy, easy, easy. Well, we got oil money, right? Or we did. We used to. <laughs> Like Actually, back, you know back what, in the day, you know what the best thing about Lloyd is that I've that I've always found is that uh, people will use what province they call home to their advantage depending on where they are because it's Lloyd Minster. So oh, yeah, guarantee. Yeah, if you're traveling all through Alberta and a few different places, they're where you're from. Oh, I'm from Lloydminster, uh, Alberta. There, I'm in Alberta or whatever. Yeah, same guy traveling into Mydale, Saskatchewan, trying to meet the Johnner brothers. Be like, yeah, no, I'm from Lloydminster, Saskatchewan. Yeah, I'm on the Saskatchewan side of Lloydminster. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's awesome. Yeah, great city. Yeah. So a topic I wanted to bring up was the bunny hug versus sweater argument. I face that a lot there, in my there's life. There's no argument. I know. <laughs> but it's like I, every time I, like, I've had I've called it a bunny hug people are like what what is yeah. that I literally had that yeah. conversation today with my girlfriend she's like, like I, I got a new bunny hug in the mail and she's like what hooded sweatshirt <laughs> yeah it is. so hoodie bunny hug <clears throat> lots of people in Australia call them a kangaroo ah you wearing a kangaroo <laughs> mate you wearing your roommate what the fuck's a roo you know <laughs> it's, it's your sweater yeah, they go. Okay, right on. I, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, like so. So technically, from what I've been able to find, uh, the zip up with a hood is is a hoodie. Right. I can. And the, yeah. the pullover is a bunny hug. Is is technically the terms that are that are supposed to be technical, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna be honest. Even like every now and then, when I break out the bunny hug or whatever, I'm like that. I that feels a little bit not great saying that sometimes you know what i mean really? you just you go to just say it to a big group of tough guys and say hey you got your bunny hug on <laughs> I was, you still gotta say it though it'd be tried and true <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah but i spent like i spent i spent 19 years in uh, in alberta uh mostly in northern alberta so i kind of got like reconformed to the hoodie so you're almost, I well, get, almost I, a newfie at that point if you're working northern I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know right yeah <laughs> I spent some time in Newfoundland too. It's actually a great place. Uh, but uh, I, I get caught lots when I come back home here now uh, that people usually hit me. They're just like, uh, do you just call it a hoodie? I'm like, no, no, I didn't. No. So that's how you get kicked out of, that's how you get run out of town. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fighting words, right? Actually it's, it's a huge it's, debate though. There's a lot, there's lots of people in Saskatchewan that are like, uh, bunny hugs terrible. I don't know. It's a hoodie or it's a hooded sweater. Those are the ones that want to move yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they're they're all hard for Alberta. Yeah, they, I have a, is, I it, really funny is it still a Vico? What about Vico? Oh, yeah, yeah Vico for sure. It? Oh yeah, it's it's oh, always yeah. Vico. Yeah, it's Vico. Oh, yeah. It's Beep. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And I like I honestly think that like I like every everyone thinks I'm sponsored by which I'm not. But like uh, Great Western beer, like you can't get that in Alberta unless you're drinking like original sixteen. And like that's like to me like that is something Saskatchewan because that's all BMA drank since I can ever remember being allowed to have two sips of his beer in the barn when I was a kid. You know what I mean? So my, uh, my favorite beer man, that I can't find out here is Bohemian. I love a crispy bow. Bow is good. Yeah. 
what was tasty uh a nice old vienna if you can get oh, it at man. the right temperature uh, by the right temperature i mean just slightly warmer than piss that's that's where i like to that's where i like to drink my ov at you know what my, I mean? my buddies from back uh, home their slow pitch team is the ov nights <laughs> that's nice that's that's a serious commitment yeah i love ov but yeah. no Bo, Bo is good, uh, and I mean, you know, I'm I'm a true blue pilsner fan kind of guy or whatever. I, like, I mean, they're decent, but man, when uh, when Great Western started pushing their pilsner out, that's uh, game over. Uh, man, that's a, it was a, it was a game changer. Yeah, but there are some really good like micro mi- sorry micro micro breweries around. Uh, you know, there's Pile of Bones, there's Rafter R actually that just started up in Maple Creek. Uh, the guy that runs that was from. Um, Oh man, it's it's close to close to Lloyd, Ribstone, uh, the Ribstone Brewery or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, he, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he split off that and then Edgerton? actually started. Uh, yeah, Edgerton, that's right, right by Edgerton yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, but yeah, he split off and went down and started Rafter R in Maple Creek, and they're uh, man, they are making some good beer there. Like, I like think you really good. You had you had something on Twitter, right? You went down there, yeah, man. Like a tour. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So seen that. Uh, I was actually I was I was born in Maple Creek. Um, oh no! This is what I'm having. Right <laughs> oh, nice! Real nice. From Graham Dillette. Hey, right? Is that an IPA? Yeah, it is. Ah, oh, damn! Full of real hops. Yeah, Graham Dillette though. It's hop. It's hop. Hoppy. <laughs> yeah. Hoppy. It matches his beard. Oh, that's it's cool, a Dillette man. beard. Yeah. Well, it's a Saskatchewan <laughs> beer. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying nice. to fit in. I don't. I feel like I haven't said anything yet. I'm just trying to listen to all the Saskatchewan <laughs> things going on over here well it's it's no it's good it, it, hopefully you're taking notes yeah I, because... this, I have my pen have my notebook <laughs> I have a, i've got it all going on here so no, that's I'm serious i'm learning who is your who's but, your uh, most who's your favorite famous person from saskatchewan who's your number one famous person gordy howe mine's a tie between tommy <laughs> douglas and patrick marlowe oh patrick marlowe isn't as famous as gordy come on man that's I, I, uh I, I, this is my personal opinion that's 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 pretty steep. I mean, we've got some. We've, we've got famous Patrick people Marlin? from man. You can still see the puck marks <laughs> yes. on the side of the Anroyd of the Wee Pool building. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Patty Marlowe's the uh, best dude. Okay, like Bernie Federico's from Foam Lake. So I mean, like we got that Pat Elnick. So there's been some you know, some got decent some hockey players come from here. Uh, Wendell Clark from Galvington, which is not yeah. far away. Yeah, oh. pretty big deal. Um, man, Lynn Loins from Nakem. His his jersey I, in the Nakem <laughs> rink isn't even an actual Flames jersey. It's a practice jersey. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Um, I, I like I gotta go with the uh, uh, man. Oh, that's that is a hard question. I usually don't get stumped on questions, but Brett Butt, I think. Oh, that's a good one. Tisdale's own on um, the line of rape and honey. Yeah, but like he. Uh, <clears throat> He's such a good comedian and like, he's been able to carry corner gas a long ways. And I think what I always respect about his comedy is that he could run solid comedy uh, and keep it clean somehow. And I I can't, I can't do that. Like I can't, like I'm, I'm just, I've spent too much time behind the wheel of of a commercial vehicle and I just swear too much, but uh, (laughs) man, he's got some good comedy and they like, they did an awesome job of running that show for so long. Now they're running the the animated series. I haven't, I haven't counted any of that yet. Have you you met him yet? No, no, I, what do you mean? Have I met him yet? Like I'm, (laughs) 
I'm a retard YouTuber from Saskatchewan. Here. I don't, man, with uh, 70,000 followers, that's huge, man. <laughs> you probably have more than Brent Buck. I think, uh, I, I, think, I think he liked one of my tweets once, oh, which was... You know you like, that was that, that was something. Uh, but I, I think I'd heard him, I'd heard him on Gormley, um, and then I had made some kind of comment about it or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it... it I don't know. I, I think the guy's a beauty. I, I, I guess I would, I would, that would be my answer. That's your favorite, did, favorite. did you know that Brent Butt's middle name is Leroy? That's such a perfect middle name for Brent Butt. Brent Leroy Butt. It's Leroy? Leroy. I did not know that. Yeah. And I, I guess, it, I guess if that's going to be my, my favorite famous person from Saskatchewan, I should probably know his middle name. And did yeah. you know that Wanda from Corner Gas is his actual wife? That's yeah. Since 2005? Yeah, that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's common yeah, knowledge in Saskatchewan. They teach us that in grade six. So I'm learning things it's, right now. It's actually it's it's part a part of the, of the curr- it's a part of the curriculum. Yeah, it's just his middle name didn't make the curriculum. I guess either that yeah, or I so missed that day in class. That's all about Tommy Douglas. We're gonna move on to Brent Butt's wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> moving on here now. And yeah. moving on. Okay, well, so you're up in Grand Prairie. We were talking about TP Creek the other day. What? How many? How many days have you Ooh. spent in the wild? <laughs> Judging uh, by your okay, beard, so, a few. Yeah, <laughs> I had uh, I actually had a couple of buddies that ran in the uh, in the WCA, the Western Chuckwagon Association, and uh, I'd I'd help them hook whenever I had the time. And there has been some pretty hard birders at the TP Creek Stampede uh, in the in the in the backside by the liners where all the wagon guys park. Them the Chuckwagon line, yeah. guys are Western, hey, like. <laughs> Like there's Chucklandia legit. Yeah, Chucklandia. <laughs> that's, that's exactly <laughs> I'd never heard that, but it, it, it fits, right? Because it is just chuck wagon racers are, are are their own breed. And like when uh you know when I was younger or whatever, like I like I spent a lot of time team roping and like when I remember being a team roper, like I mean you just nobody fucks with your hat and and those chuck wagon guys, you don't even talk to those chuck wagon guys, you know. But I started helping my buddy. He was short on help. And, uh, I met a, just a ton of awesome people that run chuck wagons and WCA and the WPCA. And, uh, man, we had, some, we had some fun. Like it, it was good times, but TP Creek was always a really good time. Cause I don't know how a town that is so tiny can draw such a big crowd. Um, uh, and like they had, uh, oh man, they had some good headliners. The one year they had, uh, they, David was, Lee Murphy was there one ago. time. Dave, that's David Lee Murphy. Yeah. I was what so a show. That. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. And I don't know why, but like I lived in Grand Prairie and you like, you would spend, I don't know how long, like trouncing up the town of Grand Prairie, trying to find a good looking woman or whatever. And you just couldn't find anything anywhere. And anyone that was good looking, there was, uh, highfalutin and a whole bunch of your money and everything <laughs> nothing against anybody that's from grand prairie if you're listening sorry about that uh, but why could you go 20 kilometers north of grand prairie and it's like they were all there waiting the whole they time out of the bush, TP, man. literally tp creek was lit every time like it was just oh tp creek's always a good time what's your best that's what i say TP about creek the story oh. uh i don't i don't know if i'd have a really good tp creek story no uh no uh i what, could do what about the craven country jamboree <laughs> i've never been to craven really? i've never been to craven oh, once no man really that's um, crazy that's like a sin yeah, <laughs> saskatchewan TB, sin tp creek actually was probably the first time i would have 
Yeah, that would have been the first time that I would have hooked up in the sleeper of somebody else's semi that I didn't <laughs> own or had ever drove. And that was just where she was staying as a barn hand. Oh, dear. Yeah. That, yeah, we, we won't get into the details because there's a, there's a slight chance that my mom might listen to this and that would... Sorry, mom, <laughs> if you're listening. I get weird. So we'll stop. We'll uh, stop there, what? yeah. But uh, Rio, Grande, Rio Grande was always a beauty. That was the first uh, rodeo I ever won. That's a cool spot. Are you serious? Yeah, first time I ever won a... Uh, no, that's wrong. Maybe not. Maybe it was the first time I got a check or something. But I remember... I remember I definitely won the junior bull ride in there one time and something else. My, I might've been the first time I won rodeo. I forget now. Oh yeah, it was because, because it was, it was the first one I ever won, but the first buckle I won was like a month later in tease. But yeah, Rio Grande. Cause it was like same okay. weekend as Pinocchio. It was like Canada day weekend. Back. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why Rio Grande was always so good. We always get turbo lit out there. Yeah. Even on um, a Tuesday and, and July 1st. <laughs> that's right. But they had a, they had a they had a small track there and a small infield, so they'd always only run three wide. Excuse me, and uh, it, it was just good. And the dances there were always good. You were always guaranteed like there'd be a rumble at the dance there. Oh yeah. Um, and it was it was just good times. There was uh, man, the, the buddy is uh, I can name him. He won't give a shit. His name is Tyson Graham, uh, but he was running chucks there, and uh, we were standing watching. And one of the guys had actually uh, on the infield they had a collision and uh typical chuck wagon story and the guy got shot out of his wagon box and his team fucked off and started running the lap and everyone's like well they couldn't get him stopped and my buddy tyson there whatever is right beside me and there's somebody sitting beside us with a quad and he's he jumps on the quad and he's like get me beside that wagon so this guy goes ripping into the infield with this quad and comes around and i don't know how they timed it right but it was like right by the bleachers and he's on the back of this quad. I don't know how fast they were going, but he jumps off of this quad into the wagon box. And this guy's a big boy. He weighs like 220 pounds or whatever. He's a big boy. When he jumped off that quad, this guy almost loses the quad because the quad just gets thrown and it's just a shit show. This guy lands in the box, gets down and gets the lines picked up and gets this thing slowed down. And conveniently where he jumped into the box in front of the crowd, He's got him woed up by the time he gets back in front of the crowd. And the crowd is just going wild for him. <laughs> oh, and he just casually just spins him a little turn and tips his hat and then drives him out of the ring. I was like, <laughs> you're such a showboat piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then uh, and then his wife caught up to him later and just chewed his ass. You've got two kids and you're not going to be jumping off a quad into a wagon box to try and get a team stopped and everything. Oh, and it, it, it was... It was, and then we just got shit canned that night. So it was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you drove one of those things in a race? Uh, I have. Yeah. But like, not, uh, I like I've drove, <laughs> I've drove chariots um, at, at timed events or whatever, but uh, with, with wagons, uh, I've only just drove wagons in training, but like I have so much respect for the guys that drive them because it is a handful and there is a lot of shit happening at once that you got to keep an eye on. It's something. And uh, I never understood for the life of me why you, you needed somebody to help you pull on the lines until you get four of them hot thoroughbreds foamed up, ready to run there or whatever. They're insane. Like to try and hang on to them. It's just the biggest handful I've ever seen in my life. It's insane. Hey, James, do you have any uh, beard questions to talk about? I thought we should get. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I see how he's rocking it. And I know like, uh, 
the corners here is it's always like I, I'm amazed that you uh, you go that long because for me it pisses me off because I try to eat something <laughs> and I end up eating half of my beard. It's 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 a thing you got to do mustache management when you're eating with this thing. There's no doubt about it. But it's kind of a thing in our family and like you guys would have seen for Big Mustache Al. But both my other brothers, <clears throat> I've got an older brother and a younger brother, and they both got beards too. And they're like, mine's the smallest beard of the family. Holy. Is that yeah. like a, is Which, it a competition to have the biggest beard? Or is it like. So, sometimes it is, but then I always turn it back into, yeah, well, I might have the shortest beard, but I got the biggest dick. So I was going to say, is that like <laughs> yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, and then they're like, okay, competition. And I'm like, never mind. That was <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a handful. It gets dirty sometimes. How long have you been growing yours for? Uh, I shaved my, I had to shave mine. So I, I still work in the oil patch. Um, okay. How? I go well, I guess with anymore, COVID, I guess. But, you uh, don't. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm so, in the office now, but uh, I shaved okay. mine in February. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not bad. And then, I, 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 when I left the oil field, uh, June 1st of 2019, I threw my razors in the garbage. Um, and then like, I, it's, it's uh, like, it, I get this thing trimmed usually once every couple months, Manny Helgeson, shout out to, uh, talk of the town in Foam Lake. She's the only person that's allowed to touch my beard. Yeah. She's probably the yeah, only you, person you, you in town it. who would touch your beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can look at it from that side of things too. And you might be right. Yeah. So. Manny, you gotta, you gotta be picky who touches your beard because oh, you, you go to the be. wrong yeah. person, they can butcher it. They, they blow it. I've had, I've had that happen and it didn't yeah. end well, but, uh, but yeah, I just started growing and then all, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. but like, I think the, the thing is I've been keeping it on because if I ever want to disappear from the limelight of social media, I just shave my beard Gone. off. Nobody will know who the hell I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work out good. Who's the most famous yeah. person you've interacted with since you've got to where you're at now? Brad Wall. Other than, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, uh, man. I'll tell you a story about Brad Wall. Um, so I was obviously a, like a, a big fan of his as a, as a politician, and uh, like he did a lot of uh, fantastic things for Saskatchewan. Um, but uh, it was it was kind of funny. Somebody had it, I, I didn't have a Facebook page at the time, and it was one of my cousins or somebody that I knew or whatever. There, they sent me this screenshot of their phone. They're like, "Brad Wall sharing your shit," and I was like. Yeah, it is kind of shit, I know, but Brad Walsh, you know, well, that, that's kind of neat, I guess, whatever. And then uh, I wound up, uh, John Gormley got a hold of me off the Gormley show or whatever. And, John Gormley uh, Live. John Gormley Live. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Gormley show. I love it. I, actually, I, I get on it quite a bit now, which I don't know how I got that lucky. But uh, anyways, I, I, I did this spot with, uh, with Gormley when he was at Crop Production, uh, year before last I guess it would have been when this was all kind of getting started or last year when it was all kind of getting started and uh all of a sudden like it's it's 30 some below and I'm loading canola we're filling a a canola contract or whatever and when I was on the show with Gormley I had a (laughs) I had a blue you know those blue plastic tarps those really shitty garbage tarps yeah so I had this auger wouldn't start because it's like 35 below with the wind blowing so I got this tarp over the engine with one of those Mr. Heaters underneath it on the, like the sunflower ones that go on top of a a 20 pound bottle of propane. 
and I got it rocking there. And I'm like, well, by the time I'm done with Gormley, that thing will start. Then I can load and get hooking gears or whatever. Right. So I am literally like on my last few minutes with Gormley and this tarp is starting to melt to the engine and everything's running outside. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll just sit here and watch it melt and try and finish (laughs) with Gormley. And this is that I did. And I go bailing out of the truck, running over, get this thing shut down, get this thing off the engine and everything. And my phone's ringing again. And I'm like, Oh fuck. So I pull my phone out and, and literally like it says swift current, Brad wall. And I'm like, I guess I kind of got to take this. I guess I kind of got to take this call. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, hello. So anyways, have a chat with him. Awesome guy. Uh, really down to earth. Have a chat with him. And, uh, and he's like, well, here, here's my cell number in case you ever want to get a hold of me or whatever kind of thing or whatever. I've got nothing to write it on. And I'm not going to be the guy that's like, well, can you like text me your cell number? Can I give you my <laughs> number or whatever? You want to take the number. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Give me your number. I literally bent over and I wrote his number in the snow <laughs> with my finger. And then once I got off the phone, then I programmed it into my phone. And then I went back to the tarp melting down and everything. And I actually got the contract filled. So it all worked out good. But uh, I, I would, I would say that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's probably, I, uh, yeah. So I met him. I got to meet Scott Moe at that Saskatchewan rush game, which was pretty cool. Uh, uh, you know, Gormley I've met. There's, I, I don't think I'm as big of a deal as everybody might think I am. I don't have like celebrities calling me off the hook, being like, "Hey, want to meet up for a beer or something like that." You know what I mean? It's, uh, but, but like, I, like being from that, Saskatchewan, Brad Wall is a celebrity. Like for me, that's, a Saskatchewan kid. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Like, that's it, man. Nobody else to follow me. And I'm <laughs> like, like a hundred percent. And yeah, and that's it. And that's yeah. And, and now you're trying to make me sound like I'm saying that Brad Wall's not a big deal. You know what I mean? I see what hey, you guys hey, are doing hey, here. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it, that was yeah super cool. Um, I've met uh, man. I got to meet Corb Lund. It had nothing to do with Quick Dick. This was at Stompede in Grand Prairie. I don't know how many years ago. That was a pretty big highlight uh met Corb one got a picture with him tim huss i've met i'm a i'm that's maybe the most famous person i've ever met as far as i'm concerned uh is tim huss i'm his probably his biggest fan and actually uh in a roundabout way i i actually got him to play at my little brother's stag party in uh no where that was in, in, in Drayton valley that's where i'm from that's where ted's from that's where i grew up no, it was sorry. It was Rocky Mountain House. Heard of it? It was supposed uh, to be. It was supposed to be Drayton Valley, and then it wound up being. Rocky hey, Mountain I have House. two questions. Well, I have one question. One important question. Right, yeah. Who the hell would ever? Okay, two questions. Who would el- Who the hell would consider having a fucking bachelor party in Drayton Valley and then settle for Rocky Mountain House? Like, where does that come into play? <laughs> I don't get that at all. <laughs> you guys yeah, may have had it in Tufnell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I tried to. So we were trying to look for like a central point for everybody to come to. But uh, what this is actually a hilarious story. Well, what happened is, uh, is he's a, he's a big outdoorsman who likes canoeing and getting in rivers and fishing and all this stuff or whatever. So what I what I did is I I gathered up a group of uh, what was there? There there would have been this is a while ago. So there would have been twelve of 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 his best buddies so myself my older brother uh and then a, like a, a a really core group of guys but that were kind of good outdoorsmen and i i rounded up six canoes from a rental company at a rocky mountain house and uh, the the point of this was was to take them out close to nordeg and we would actually put in in nordeg and it was going to be an entire weekend stag where there'd be 12 guys in six canoes 
and everyone had meals planned of which day you're responsible for and all the stuff or whatever. And we were going to take like ride the Saskatchewan river all the way into Rocky mountain house. And then I had Tim Huss booked there to play in Rocky mountain house the night that we got into Rocky mountain house. Um, so like super epic plan and like uh, everyone was really stoked up for it. And then it was just like record rainfall and uh, the, the Saskatchewan river was running. I can't remember how many cubes a minute it was running at, but it was like at the red level and uh, they were recommending no canoers on the river. So I called the rental company that we're getting these canoes from. And I was like, Hey, and they're like, yeah, we can't guarantee insurance on the canoes. If you guys do decide to go, they were going to let us go, but <laughs> they, want that they were going to, yeah, they weren't going to insure anything. They're like, yeah. well, you break it, you buy it kind of thing. Right. And I was like, Oh, whatever. So phoned a couple of the guys that, that, uh, that were on the trip and they're like, no, we should not be on the river. So what we wound up doing is everybody was already kind of on route there. So we just wound up camping uh, close to Nordic and just getting shit bombed for two days straight. No activities, no hiking, no nothing. It was bonnock and booze, and that was it. And it was a shit show. Holy. So, uh, yeah. So then we found out, like, the next day that uh, search and rescue had to go pull six people out of the river that got trapped in the devil's, devil's elbow, I think it was called. And up until that point, I was questioning whether I'd made the right decision to to like not go on the river because when you looked at it from the bridge you're like you know that doesn't look that bad and then after we got word that search and rescue had been out there we're like okay we definitely made the right decision to stay it's called out the devil's there, so. elbow man you're toasting the, devil's, the, elbow. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's elbow right at least it's not the devil's yeah, inch you know yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> if you know what that is but anyways uh we won't talk about it uh so yeah anyways just two days of straight drinking. And then we pretended like we were all just going to go home. And then all of us met in Rocky mountain house there. And that was, Oh man, that was a barn burner of a night. We rented the whole Rocky mountain hotel and uh, it was, Oh, it was off the charts. Awesome. Unreal. And the, the lady organizing it was like, did you want to close it off to the public and just have your guys's private party I'm like nope i want you to go to every available woman that there is in rocky mountain house <laughs> no matter what they look like and invite them all down there kind of thing or whatever it was uh, but no it was a good time uh, actually partied with a quite a few local people there or whatever and uh it, it it was a good time then we get kicked out of the motel that we were staying in and naturally uh, uh, shit happens right that's the way she goes you get all pissed yeah. that we're playing bonnick in the parking lot at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> People are so easily offended nowadays. But. You guys didn't probably want to stay there anyways, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, yeah. So we just kind of bummed around until this, uh, was it a Smitty's? I can't remember where we had breakfast, but we were all kind of reconsidering life decisions at breakfast. Smitty's. Nothing worse than like the Sunday or last day after a stag on the way home. It's the worst. It's it, like, it is, oh man, it's really bad. And then when you get home, you like, you start questioning your entire life. You're like, I feel like I've done a lot wrong in my life. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. <laughs> if, and if it was a really good stag, it took at least two days to get over. You or, know what I mean? More, like, yeah. You spend one day severely depressed and the second day you're even more depressed. You're like, oh, no, yeah. this is, I'm just, I'm really blowing my life here. The residual you know blues, blues, blues. I've got, <laughs> yeah, right. I've got one for you, Dixon. We had a, right. there was a, we had a few stag parties at a friend's place, Northwest of Calgary here. And he, I don't know what happened, but he had a, he had the same stripper come to like three or four stags. It was the same, <laughs> okay. it was the same girl. He got to be So like, was this like, so, 
Okay, so is this like the you book four, you get the fifth one free? Because oh, how does this work? Juicy but, story. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you guys, you guys don't use the same strippers that we do. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I, I don't know if you got a deal eventually, but like, but I think it was like the fourth stag. <laughs> it was a back back page special. Yeah, at the, the <laughs> I think it was the fourth stag. They uh, actually, she actually, um, one of the one of the guys, like one of the guys that we knew, ended up really taking a liking to this to the to the girl. And they ended up getting married and had so some when you kids. Say, so you know, you know what the great say, artist T Pain when he said, "I'm in love with a stripper." That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. I was, I was gonna say, t- took took a liking to her. So this could go in a positive way or a really negative way, and I'm glad it ended in the marriage way instead of ropes <laughs> and duct tape in a trunk. Way, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> it might have started out like that. There's we two... don't know. Cannot confirm. <laughs> or, or even like, even just like a sting song. Uh, I'll be watching you, kind of thing, or whatever. Like unhealthy <laughs> attachment to a stripper. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad it ended to the good yeah. and not yeah, the bad. Did, did she get out of her profession when she had kids, or did she keep going at it, or did you follow it that closely? I, or what? I didn't follow it. I don't. I don't actually know for yeah. sure. Cannot confirm. You would hope. You would hope that she would, but if she didn't, at least you'd have some understanding kids, I guess. Who knows. Uh, we gotta yeah, talk. We have two. I think we gotta talk about. Uh, I gotta go back to your. I gotta go back to the videos and talk about that a little bit. And I, my brother talked about one one part of your your stuff when we were in the truck that day. We got visiting with you for a little bit, and he he was yeah. was watching your stuff and and was really impressed with your with your content and the and the rhyming and the the different the work you put into it. Like it's not you're not just making this shit up. You're putting a lot of time and effort and and insight into these things to make it all really fit even even the tarp your loads video like that was that was a lot of funny shit (laughs) i like that tarp your loads is great yeah um yeah thanks man it's uh so like tarp your load and like all all those like i call them short quick dick mcdicks and they like i have a rule for them yeah well short quick dick (laughs) mcdicks yeah short dicks that's the joke that i'm going for in there right uh but uh so I have a rule with them is that it's, it's 59 seconds. Oh, really? Is, is what I do. And so I guess where that rule came from is uh, I upload the same video on a whole bunch of different platforms. So on the Facebook and onto Instagram and onto uh, Twitter and onto TikTok because I like to have the ghost of Chairman Mao knowing what I'm doing with my banking information <laughs> on my phone. So, uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, on Instagram, if you go over 59 seconds, then it switches to Instagram TV. Yeah, and yeah, so like my theory with these and, and I, like, I've kind of proven it to myself with the traction I get off because I get really good traction off them is, is just the, if you keep people within the, the social media platform that they've decided that they want to watch your content on, you, they go far because they don't have to go outside of it. Like, and it sounds crazy, but I catch myself doing it. If someone posts a link to a YouTube video on Twitter, I don't click on it. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm in Twitter right now. I'm not on YouTube right now. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. And some people will, some people won't. And thank goodness some people do. Cause I do that when I put my YouTube videos out. Right. But, but uh, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm glad you recognize that. I like, I try not to make it a thing, but it, the amount of time that goes into this stuff is, is it's insane. Um, and that's kind of why I put that last video where I was just like, I'm going to be taking a little break because, uh, and that's why I have time like to do this with you guys and, and hang out and, and do this kind of stuff. Cause otherwise, 
like I would be either writing the next one because they've got to the point now where you have to, you kind of have to have your ideas written out of what you want to say and in what order you want to do them. And then, uh, cause it's just like, it's a 10 second clip. It's just a whole bunch of 10 second clips put together that kind of flow with a story that you can follow. And you really got to have that organized, um, to, to make it all work. And then when you, when you go to the parts where, uh, like there's parts that are like, people might not think about it, but when quick Dick is talking on the phone to quick Dick, like it's not, it's, it's straight feed and it's not cut. Lots of people will do phone conversations with each other. And I've seen a lot of people do it on, on YouTube and a few different things where they'll have a conversation with themselves where it'll be like, you'll be looking at yourself and it'll be the conversation and then it'll flip to the other person, but they never show the same person in the screen at the same time. And the reason that a lot of people don't do that is because it's logistically challenging right uh, because you have to have all the timing right so when when i say hey what are you doing over there like the the other quick dick on the other end of the phone needs to be listening to what i'm saying and then answer when it's time to answer kind of thing to, to, to put that all together is i've i've got tricks up my sleeve that i won't reveal but you can't you it's can. yeah it's uh it's challenging and uh like the the last that one you were just you were talking about there, uh, Wacy, with the uh, the one where I was uh, trying to decide whether to fart or not, and I wound up shitting myself. Uh, <laughs> when you, when, when, you th- when you think of that, and people might not think about it when they see it, uh, but like I need to be looking at at like when I'm looking at the thought that I'm having, I need to be looking in the right direction to the right guy that's talking. The guy that's talking needs to fit himself into the conversation. Then the other guy that's talking has to fit himself into the conversation. And then when I go to, to BMA to get BMA in there, I have to have BMA pointing in the right direction when he says, Hey, I'm with this guy and it's all going to be at the right time. It's, it's a lot to put together. And with the, like with the software that I use to put this stuff together, it's not really friendly for doing a lot of this stuff. So there's some tricks you got to do with that to make it work. And it's, uh, it's lots. And that's kind of when you, <laughs> when you put videos up, you're like, I really hope somebody likes this because <laughs> fuck, did I just waste a lot of time doing it? <laughs> Nobody does. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. I learned how to, I learned how to edit videos and do this stuff at my, at my previous job. Uh, we were getting uh, core and pick certified and we had to do a whole bunch of updated training uh, for a lot of the drivers that we had. And uh if you wanted to third party it out, it was going to cost a fortune. So when I'd cover for my logistics team on night shift, um, I'd get all my paperwork done. And then I would actually watch tutorials and learn how to use this editing software. And I actually started doing this by recording safety videos, like instructional videos of like how to chain up a truck and how to pre-trip a truck and a whole bunch of different stuff. And like, that's, that's how I learned how to do this stuff, which is, crazy huh. and now here i am just cussing and swearing and talking about cocking your man uh, <laughs> and editing it together <laughs> you know what i mean what uh, um, what video are you most proud of so far uh you know it's it's kind of a toss-up but i uh i love number nine wire um that was probably my it's between number nine while number nine wire and agricultural technician olympic training are probably my two favorites I like, I know that they were fun and that I enjoyed them that they're going to do well when I have fun making them. And that's why like, I have a lot of fun making the kids videos that I do. I actually love making those ones. Um, you know, you get to work with the kids. Well, I haven't been able to work with the kids. I've had to work with their parents lately. 
and get them to video their kids be, just because of COVID restrictions and everything, which is challenging too. Like <laughs> that, I don't know if you guys might not have seen it or whatever, but I do one where I, I, I make overnight oats with kids and I'm sliding containers back and forth with them on a table. The logistics of getting the parents to slide the containers in the right direction. It is, we won't even talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, but number nine wire was fun and I made it fast and I think, I think those are the funnest ones because the ones that you make fast are stuff that's really real that's happening around you at the time. And like, if I can get nostalgic or whatever, or really real with you guys for a few seconds, but like the, the, the secret to life is being able to laugh and smile at, at everything and, and what you're doing or what's happening with you real time. Like laughter is so very important and it's something that you, can never ever lose because that's what keeps you right in the mind and it keeps you enjoying your day and it gets you out of bed. But like when I did that number nine wire, I didn't have to look far for anything. And I started off with something that was just going to be, you know, two minutes and it turned out into, I can't remember how long, like five and a half minutes or whatever, me just talking about the different places that you use number nine wire and every one of them, I'd think of one and then I'd think of another one and I'd start laughing and I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to do this one. And then I'm going to do this one. And like, that's, I, like I like having that and when I talked about uh having to go ask your mom for a coat hanger because your dad was too scared to go ask her for it because he ran out of number nine wire I was pissing myself laughing when I wrote that line because I was like and I, I just know that like I know when things are going to do good or when people are going to like it is because when you find yourself laughing at it it's yeah and it's, it, it's good but that's super relatable right like anybody who farms it doesn't matter if you're farming. Yeah. i guarantee you, it doesn't matter if you're farming in kansas alberta saskatchewan ohio texas man number number australia yeah, number new nine, zealand number nine england is a savior for everybody it's a versatile it's, it's essential isn't that what, i wrote i wrote it's, it is essential summer. everything yeah. we, we fix everything with number nine wire it's true Wait, yeah uh Dixon, you're a you're a PFR PFRA guy from back in the day too. I'm a PFRA brat. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, BMA uh, BMA had 30 years in, I believe, with the PFRA. Uh, Where whereabouts? So, so he started uh, down in the council area, but like most of my time that I would ever remember, he's in Bitter Lake and a few different places for a while. But like my memory kind of starts when we got to, to Tufnell and he managed the, so it's North of Tufnell, but it's the Foam Lake community pasture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I like, I can never thank him and my mom enough for, for moving the family up here and, and, and getting to grow up the way we grew up. Um, I, I grew up every day around horses and cattle and my summers were spent out in the pasture riding. And my dad taught me to care for animals and to rope and uh, like just so many so many life applicable skills that that you learn doing it and uh, I'm, I'm probably just as guilty as anybody else that I, I just didn't appreciate it at the time but when you look back on it now I'm just like I, I wish I could go back and talk to myself at that point in time and be like you need to take even more in than what you're taking in right now because someday it's it's going to be gone and you're going to wish that you'd taken more and do it right uh, I'm really lucky because I still got my mom and dad and, and he's, uh, and he's great. And he takes the time, you know, to, to spend time doing goofy shit with you or whatever kind of thing. I mean, I just smacked a whitetail here the other day and, you know, spent the afternoon on a Saturday deboning a deer and crushing beers with BMA. Like, like, 
like I cherish days like that because a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do it. And that's kind of how a lot of my childhood was. My, my dad would drive me across the province to Cornac to high school rodeo uh, to do one, one run team roping. And uh, you know, a healer would miss cause those fucking healers always miss. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, team roping joke. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, we just, he would just, anything that that i wanted to go do that was rodeo horse cowboy wise or whatever he would just promote it and do it i mean the the last heading horse i bought i remember we drove to milestone and bought this blue roan out of milestone and then drove back or whatever right like i mean that's a that's a hike from where it was four and a half hours to get there buy the horse load it come back home and he just never said no he would always go and do it and that's uh man kids kids that have the opportunity to grow up like that is like that's an important way to grow up you know? oh, it's, it's amazing like it for me it like it builds your core morals and values of who you are like like, like yeah. you said growing up on a ranch and spending your summers on horseback doctoring cows and going to rodeos and stuff it, it's it's so i'm so thankful i got to grow up that way and like you say you, a guy doesn't miss it you, you miss it more now that you don't have it as much but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the way to be, man, for sure. Yeah. Did you like did you guys wind up having the opportunity to have your to have your folks drag you around to a lot of places? Oh, or yeah. did you kind of oh, wind yeah. up branching yeah. off and doing it on your own or oh, what? Dude, there's one year, my first year rodeo, and my mom drove me from uh Grunthal, Manitoba to Airwood, Alberta overnight and I, to get on a steer and, oh. and I fell off. To ride a steer in the slack? Yeah, and I You're fell shitting off. me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh did that off. always hurt like did it always hurt extra extra worse when an, an event like off. that had gone on and, and then oh. you bug off well you yeah. just bust well you bust your ass you drive all night we drove like 14 hours overnight and i like and i was going hard trying to make the fun like the cca finals at aggribition and like I, I did really good in grunthal and then my mom like i think she got a speeding ticket just outside of winnipeg <laughs> and she was hauling ass we had to be in in arrowwood for like 10 a.m the next day and river road gets you every time yeah we sh- we fuck we show up there and I just I fall off I was like I was so my mom was so disappointed in me and you had to drive <laughs> anybody and even hockey wise too like my parents drove us all over fucking Saskatchewan like playing yeah, hockey man. and all over the place like you're so fortunate that way we speaking of Rocky yeah. Mountain House we my dad and I were coming back from Carstairs one night and I think I split fourth in the steer ride and won like nine dollars and we hit a deer on the way home by by Rocky Mountain House on the way back to Drayton yeah. Valley. Well, you must have some good ones from back wearing those Eagles back in the day playing hockey. Ooh, yeah. See my, my old man was, uh, he was a bit hand. He's always been a bit hand. And, and then obviously we had the farm or whatever, but my dad wasn't a, a big bus rider. So if we, if my hockey team went anywhere, he would drive himself. He wouldn't, he wouldn't ride the bus. And I was like, man, like I, I want to ride the bus. And then I just, he'd be like, no, I ain't fucking going to town. We live north of town. We're, we're going to Lac La Biche. Like I ain't fucking dropping you off. So I'd ride with him. <laughs> and then everybody. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to backtrack 15 kilometers yeah, and then yeah, drive 500 the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I ride with him. Well, then it got to like halfway through the year, everybody would want to ride with John out to hockey instead of riding in the bus. So we usually had a truckload full of guys and he'd stop on the way and, yeah, and that was smoking. That oh was yeah, you cool smoking darts like they're going out of style, and like we're at <laughs> oh, yeah. windows we're up. Yeah. Tunes and yeah. no matter how many people we had, he, he fit everybody's hockey equipment inside the truck so it was warm. And yeah, no, it uh, it definitely, like you said, though, a person doesn't appreciate. And you also, when you work cattle with your parents, 
you learn the do's and don'ts of love really quick. <laughs> you learn and you learn the, the which child oh. is loved the most, man. I've been sacrificing <laughs> so many in my life. Dude, you do you definitely learn which child is loved the most, and it yeah. turns yeah. out none of us were loved at all. <laughs> yeah. That's you, you like you listen to your mom and dad and you're like, you guys got married? Like, holy man. Getting divorced? Is this are, okay? are we having did, Christmas this did, year? Did, did you <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear this this Tom Cruise freak out that happened? Yeah, 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 I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Like I was listening to him and I was like, well shit, that sounds like BMA and we were sorting cattle when I was a oh, kid. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal to no. me. All the snowflakes are just melting all over the world. And I'm just like, he didn't even use the term pig fucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is there's nothing to this, right? All the, the shit my dad has said to me moving cows and the death bears <laughs> I've got, like, people would when couldn't handle it. Like I've yeah. even like with the year I wrote the like the couple summers I rode PFRA, I rode it to come see, like just down by Stoughton there. And okay, my yeah. manager, his name is Harold Knox, and he had a reputation around the, the PFRA being kind of a hard guy to be around in, like, kind of a basket case. And then he would yell at me daily and just, like, look at me like crazy, and he's going to, like, kill me. And then all of a sudden, we'd go back to the to the yard for the day, and he'd be like, hey, you want to have a beer? I'd go over for dinner. Like, just, like, nothing. Just, and then just, like, go off the handle on me. I'm like, that's but like good? that's the best thing about guys like that that could just they'll just they'll turn it on and let you have yeah. it and then just shut it off and then it's just like whatever just leave it away. yeah there's no grudges held just yell at me when you need to yell at me and, yeah, and, and it doesn't yeah, matter exactly. how old you are you always be your old man's gate opener like i i know for a fact hey if my dad lives to 90 i'm gonna be 60 fucking opening up the gate as he's in the tractor going <laughs> son of a bitch like come on hey Oh, you're you're so right. But pulled up to my like, I got a, a half section that I uh, uh, pasture some cattle on, and pull up to the gate. I'm driving Morty. BMA's in the passenger seat, and pull up to the gate. Well, the the fucking unwritten rule is that the passenger oh, gets the gate, right? But you pull up to the gate, pull up to the gate, and he just gives me one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Truck and park, get out, go open the gate, walk back to the truck, drive it through, walk back, close the gate, get back in the truck. I'm like, are you happy? He's like, well, I'm happy. (laughs) Things are how they should be. It's like, okay, fine. uh, I got to ask about uh, going back to your, what you're working on here. Like you still got a full-time job. Like, are you making any money at this, at this yet as, as QDM? Like, is it, is it working for you Uh, or what's that look like? Yeah. So uh, I'm, I guess I'm not really in it for, for the, for the money. I, and like, if I am, I'm really blowing it cause I'm not doing that well, <laughs> but to any, to any kids like out there that, man, I hear this so much nowadays. You hear kids being like, I want to grow up to be a YouTuber. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a YouTuber. Okay. Being a YouTuber is not a thing. No, like it's not a job. I mean, there are very select few people that will pit big or whatever, but I mean, you got to get like, hundreds of thousands of subscribers and you need to get content and you need to be able to get click through links that people are going to run with or whatever. The absolute best I have ever done off of YouTube. I'm about to disclose some figures here. The absolute best I've done off of YouTube uh, with uh, I had that protesters diets video that went up to like a half a million views or whatever. Yeah. I think I made 1300 bucks. Well, I was going to tell and, you on my stuff here. I've had 2.8 million views all time on YouTube, and I've made 1,300 bucks in the last since uh, tw- 2010. <laughs> on 2.8 yeah, million views. It, 
Yeah. But like I, I average, like I average somewhere around 600 bucks a month. Yeah. It's not and like, so, I'm, so, so, so I'm, I'm not going to say that that's bad. Like, I mean, no, fuck, I'll take it. You know what I mean? With the, yeah. with the way the carbon tax is headed, I'm going to need everything I can get. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I've done, I've done okay on merch, but I don't keep anything off merch. I just keep enough to, to keep the cost of business going on. And uh, it's what this has been, has been a really good opportunity to be able to support some local groups, organizations, charities, food banks and stuff. Uh, Because I just, I really, yeah, I really feel like it's just kind of not a thing that you'd want to set yourself up for to be like, well, this is how I'm going to make it. Well, that doesn't really work. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, it's busy and, and all my stuff. I mean, aside from, aside from what I film when I'm, you know, at work kind of thing or whatever, which is kind of funny because Mark, the guy that owns the bar there, he cornered me one night. We we're smashing some drinks in the shop after a day. And he's like, when do you record this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Cause he's like, he's never caught me doing it. Right. And I'm just like, Oh, this, whenever I have a second, he's like, like, I have tried to catch you filming some of this stuff and I never do. I was like, yeah, I don't know. well, if you ever do, I'll buy you a drink that day. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what about when you're running, yeah, there's a lot that, doing your Terry Fox run? That one seems like it would have been easy to get caught. Uh, okay, okay, so so that one, but I, I yeah, yeah, uh, you got me. That there, was yeah. gonna work hours though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that one, when we were headed out, actually, so we'd actually went up to that was north of Invermay, and we were actually doing some custom work up there um, because we actually we had a quarter section of canola left to go that wasn't ready to go. We had about a week a week to go and there's a, a, a bigger farmer up there or whatever that uh, that needed some help so we went and custom there for a little while so we were driving out there in the morning and i was like uh, it's, it's terry fox run day so you guys are gonna i brought my shoes and stuff with me so you guys are gonna see me running in the field and he's like oh why what are you doing so i explained and they, his daughter is actually with us and uh so as far as i was concerned it was a good example to set uh for for a younger kid you know they, just because you're out working or you're out doing stuff you we're not limited by anything now with technology, what we do. Uh, and I said, like, I, I don't need to go to a Terry Fox run that's being organized. The closest one was being organized in Winyard, And I'm not going to go there and put my Under Armour gear on and stretch out for four hours and then say that I ran three kilometers and da, da, da. It's like, you can, you can just do stuff to try and be a better person, even when you're working in the field. Right. And so, yeah, I did that. That wound up being the third largest fundraiser for Terry Fox in Saskatchewan. Wow. Wow. That's badass. Shock. And I didn't, I didn't plan it. I just like the night before I was like scrolling through some of my emails and stuff. And I like, I'm subscribed to the Terry Fox foundation. And it was like the, tomorrow's the Terry Fox run day for Canada. And I was like, shit, how did I miss that? So like I came up with that idea the, the night before I did it and then just kind of threw it into a video and put it out. But I mean, I've got a, I've got a very, very generous following of, of I, what I feel is good people. And man, I had people donating from all over the fucking world. It, it was incredible. The Terry Fox foundation reached out to me and they were like, how did you do this? And I was like, I don't know. I got up and ran. I don't know. <laughs> I like, ran oh, and awesome. I ran um, and I ran. <laughs> <laughs> And if from that day on, if I was going anywhere, I was running. Yeah. You want to be on Telemiracle? What about? Uh, I got tired. You I want slept. to be on Telemiracle? Yeah. Uh, I would. I would. Oh man, that is that, so that's Saskatchewan fame. My career were to ever peak, 
Yeah, like if, if my career were to ever peak uh, as a YouTuber, it, oh, that just feels terrible to say, uh, it would be on Telemiracle. I would hope that it would be, I mean, hopefully Brad John Brothers. Yeah, if the John Brothers were there, that would be great. Um, man, if Elizabeth Popovich and Bob Maloney, I mean, they used to get on there every now and then. They used to be the news anchors in Yorkton. They're still pretty big <laughs> deals to me. Um, oh, man. And I would just Darian holler Durant. at the yeah exactly i would i would holler at the top of my lungs to get people to ring those phones and i would want to do a knockdown while we were there we're gonna do another knockdown and then get (laughs) dancing and then people would start sitting down as the phone race do they still do that like do they still have oh for sure man i haven't watched years dude I'm not uh, even from Saskatchewan. I was born in but, Saskatchewan, but I've uh, man. When I see Telemiracle on the TV, I'm like, fuck, yeah, fuck, I gotta check it out. And I and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Fuck it, ring those phones. Ring you those. Where are we going? It sucks you Fire. in. Yeah. <laughs> Fire, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's true. Who was the guy uh, that did the voice for for uh, the Count on Sesame Street? He was always oh, on yeah. Telemiracle, and yeah, the. Yeah, google that real quick yeah google that stuff up but the it, it was slipping my mind i want to say it's bob something but i don't think it is could be right but he was always on there and uh jerry nolan or matt vogel just look hmm. look up oh, telemiracle legend that? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's exactly what you need to google for it but anyways i knew telemiracle had peaked when he is on the stage with the mic jerry and Nelson? Uh, oh, that might be it. But he's is, oh, no Google Bob McGrath. I feel like Bob McGrath is. I think that's who it is. He might not have been the voice for the count. <laughs> but no, I'm just. Is that what's happening here right now? I like. I have yeah. a phone and a computer in front of me. I'm like, yeah, guys, I, Google I, I that because I know you're gonna be faster than me. Bob McGrath, but, singer, musician, child, children's author, no, playing his human character Bob. John. Yeah. I. Oh, maybe that's the guy. It, anyways. Whoever this guy was, Telemiracle had peaked when he is on stage weeping with tears with the mic <laughs> after you are the wings or you are the wind beneath no. my wings has been saying. <laughs> that is like that's usually when you get into the last couple hours of Telemiracle and you're trying to break yeah. two million dollars. But like now I think they break like five million dollars on that. So uh Telemiracle's it is badass. badass. It's awesome. Man. If I ever got on the stage, I don't know how I would come up with any kind of content that I could bring to the stage on telemiracle though uh i feel oh. like the viewing and listening audience might not uh be okay with me cussing and swearing so i'd have <laughs> to have to think of something that was kind of clean i guess right? make a pg i wanted, yeah, I wanted PG, to ask PG about PG that shows. though is is uh is there some like stand-up or something in your future like where do you where do you go from here like what's your next what's move? your vision oh, man. what do you want to what if, if we can put <laughs> I, it out there to the universe what do you want to what do you want to be so i I'm running quick dick predict quick dick my dick productions like I like I run my financial planning is is one day at a time you know uh just if I got enough to make her through tomorrow everything's gonna be okay so uh the Shiho Rec Foundation was supposed to be my first stand-up gig um and it got canceled because of COVID um, fucking COVID. I actually, I know, right? I actually have a stand-up routine written, ready to go. Really? Uh, oh. Yeah. I just, I, I, I have not 
like worked it through to, to be able to do it without having the words and stuff in front of me. Cause I mean, it takes a little bit of time. Uh, I don't get nervous in front of crowds. I, I, I kind of don't give a shit. I'll go in front of anybody and say anything. I just kind of don't care. No, or whatever. no stage fright. H. You probably took 4-H. No that stage fright. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was not allowed to take 4-H, but well, that's, cool. that's a topic for another time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, stand-up's a different game because uh, like when I have, you know, you're doing YouTube or whatever, or doing a video on you, like you can, I usually don't take a lot of takes but if something doesn't go right, you can retake it or retake it or retake it and then put it together. And then you put it out there and people are entertained by, you know, like say I do a five minute video. It is five minutes of like joke, 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 joke. Uh, or, and people either find it funny or they'll stop watching it with thumbs up or the thumbs down or whatever kind of thing. But with stand up, like, I mean, you, you, you need to be able to change it up to work your audience kind of thing a little bit. Uh, this was going to be a really good opportunity because I would have known everybody in the audience because it was in Chiho and they were, I think they were booking 300 people or something like that or whatever, but 300 people that I would know 90% of, right? So it's pretty easy to work a crowd that you know, because if you're kind of bombing and things aren't going good, you can just start picking on people that will know that you're going to be okay with picking on them kind of thing or whatever. We like, yeah, Calvin, I remember seeing you in the dressing room with that short little wiener that you got there kind of thing. And everyone will ah, and it'll be no big deal or whatever. Right. But uh, I'm actually at the time I wasn't looking forward to doing it, but now uh, I'm, I'm kind of actually interested to do it just to see how it would go. Because I think, I think I got about 45 minutes worth written. Really? Nice. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I like, I think that I think it would kill with a like with a small town crowd. I think it would do good, but uh, there's nothing worse than having your thoughts proven wrong in front of 300 people. <laughs> or, or, or being Kelvin listening to this and finding out that you told everybody that you played hockey with him and he's got a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin, if you're listening, I'll get you a free hat, but uh, everything's all good, man. What? Actually, I know Kelvin really well. He would have been laughing at that. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your relationship with the other? famous Saskatchewan comedians like uh, like Kelly Taylor we're, we were actually thinking we should get both of you on the same show at one point but we didn't didn't get it lined up uh, well I I guess I've never had a conversation with Kelly Taylor not yet okay ever no uh I shit I guess I should find him on Twitter or something like that we might be able to I'm, I'm hook more. it up he's a he's a funny guy he, he did the Ty Posimon uh charity banquet at um his PBR finals last year in Saskatoon, and he killed it. That's the first time I ever heard him. He was funny. Shit, really? Hey, eh? maybe yeah, we can. I've actually. We can get you as an opener next year. Get you guys hooked up. Man, we'll just book. <laughs> what, as soon as the Long Branch opens, book it. First show, <laughs> Quick at McDick, Long Branch headliner. Let's go. Yeah, it's perfect. You'll be able to catch me probably either uh, vomiting in the toilet on the floor, kind of thing, or I will be dancing with one of the moderately poorly good looking ladies <laughs> of the crowd. Uh, you'll be able to find me there. Yeah. But uh, no, you know what? There's, there's a lot of comedic talent out there and I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably the worst guy. I, I should give more people shout outs on YouTube and check out this person's channel. And this, but I just, I really, I honestly don't watch a lot of YouTube or TV or anything. It seems like since this is kind of all started, whenever I have spare time where that's what I'd like to be doing, um, I'm like trying to get the next project back together and it's usually you know 10 11 12 at night or whatever and there's been a lot of nights where i'm you know it's like it's three in the morning and i'm like i'm supposed to be uploading at 6 a.m every monday morning which i don't know why i would ever have set that schedule for myself in my life but that's what i did and i gotta live with what i did kind of thing or whatever but um 
yeah, I, I, I need to, and that's kind of why I was like, Hey, I need to take a little break from every Monday uploads because you need to take some time to like to open up your peripherals a little bit to see who else is out there because yeah, you might have the opportunity to, to meet up with somebody else. That's really funny. And you get to run up a, a pretty good show. I did one public appearance in Humboldt uh, and a guy named Brent who actually used to be a newscaster at a Humboldt just, put this on and it was for the chamber of commerce of Humboldt and uh man it was so good we went there there's 300 people again at this thing pre-covid and uh he just we sat in front of a crowd I, I went around and kind of met everybody while they were eating lunch it was called a lunch and laugh it was for an hour and a half and met all these people and you kind of got a feel for what group was sitting at what table there was like a table of hooligans in the back and then there's a table of old farmers over here and then there was some older church lady groups down here that you're kind of not going to be able to swear at kind of thing or whatever and <laughs> so I kind of got to feel the audience a little bit before we did this and this guy this Brent guy sat on this stool and just lobbed me softballs for this whole thing like I almost approached him after that and I was like do you just want to go on tour man because like he <laughs> knew how to feed into what I was going to do and uh and we just killed it like that place was just roaring the whole time I was there but when you know who you're dealing with in your audience you can you can kind of work different parts of it and like you could even fit the church group ladies into what you were doing kind of thing and then they'd be like (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean but then you get to call out the old farmers in the back and the hooligans and yeah it's just I don't know I I think uh, and it's challenging too right and everybody likes a good challenge so if you get the opportunity to go challenge yourself and be in front of a crowd well you're either going to you're going to be okay or you're going to bomb. And that's why I'd like to see guys like Kelly Taylor and a few other people, like you, you kind of watch these guys do stand up, and you can learn from that. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, it's just crazy. Cause I never, ever would have thought I'd ever be in a situation where I'd be looking at myself as a comedian. Cause I don't really see myself as a comedian. I what, what, put was, goofy videos out. You know what I mean? Was it anything you thought of like when you were a kid though, like back further? Were you the class no. clown? I, I don't think I was, um, but there was only five of us. Uh, so I don't know. Like, no, there was more of us than that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess like, you know, uh, man, I was in, I was in drama. I was in drama when I was in high school and everything. And I was never afraid to be in front of the school or in front of a crowd or anything, but I like, probably had no choice though. It was like every growing up for me too. I had like, you were part of drama, but you had to be or else there was no production. <laughs> yes this, okay here's how this is gonna work we need we need 20 parts filled in this play so that means the entire school is going to be in the play or it's not going to happen you know ask the goal we've been thumbelina we need somebody you're not in it the show's over yeah you are going to be hey, the littlest this- shepherd that's going to be your part yeah Dickerson, baby Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> uh, quick dick will be playing baby Jesus. <laughs> fully fully bearded baby Jesus. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> baby Jesus was fully bearded. I'm I will have to check the record who's, books on that. Who's to, we, say? who's to say? We've been uh, <laughs> you guys have brought up a couple town names. I think we gotta do a quick uh, rundown of some 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 of the best names of places in Saskatchewan. Ooh. just a quick Ooh, one for the decent. people just for the folks that aren't oh, from saskatchewan that might be listening that like for our friends in america that might not know they might not know that just down the road from cornac there's a place called big beaver big beaver man big beaver high school big rodeo beaver, right they have a, a general store called Oz, and if they don't have it you do not need it 
Those I are the best. Date, I used to date his granddaughter. She's my first girlfriend ever. I used to live in Cornell. <laughs> oh shit! So probably got some pretty sweet deals at that general store. Oh eh? man, I got t-shirts for days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would like to start off with uh, with urine, Saskatchewan. <laughs> Spelt U R E N, and it's uh, it's on the other side of Swift Current. Uh, but oh I have always actually, my life goal is to get a picture of myself taking a piss on the urine side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh dear. Uh, not that I have anything anyway. against the town or the sign. I just think it's fantastic. Why, why are there such good town names in Saskatchewan? There's there along with good town names though. There's good like slogans, like, like Momar's the Paris of the prairies. Uh, Tisdale's land rape on honey, like shit like that. Like it's, there's yeah, a lot of good. Full, just, like, full Lake. Foam Lake is the best place in the world to live. That's what's on there. Or, or, or like, or, or like, bigger is like New York, New York is big, but this is bigger. Yes. Oh, I love the bigger <laughs> slogan. That might be I one know. of the most famous it's, small town slogans. It's so bigger. good. Yeah. What about, yeah. uh, what about, bigger's really good. I just saw one that I had never, I didn't know about before, but over on the uh, far east side from where my dad grew up, there's a place called Fertile, Saskatchewan. Fertile. Yeah know that or there's i wonder if they've ever been to uh like if you had fertile newfoundland's crazy because they got like conception bay and dildo and a bunch <laughs> of places and then you got fertile and, <laughs> yeah. you uh, got climax so fertile over climax so climax climax is a gimme it's a deadly spot though the bowling alley yeah. and the hockey rink yeah, right it's 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 That's pretty impressive township. Yeah, small uh, my, so every my small cousin... town in saskatchewan has a five pin bowling alley quote me on it yeah uh, yeah they do yeah if you don't, you're not a small town in Saskatchewan. Yeah, you no. you are actually that's that's the dividing line between a a hamlet and a small town. Yeah, the bowling, bowling alley, five pin bowling alley. Holy, yeah. Foley, what <laughs> yeah, do you got for Saskatchewan town names? What's the one first one that comes to you? Uh, I, I was thinking climax. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> you got you got poached, eh? Poached yeah, I got poached there. Carry carry the kettle. First Nations is one of my favorite names for like like a First Nations area. It's unreal. <laughs> so good. There's, or four J or forget porcupine plane. Uh, that's yeah, forget. Bad. Yeah, really nice. I'll hit you guys up with the uh, one of my favorites in Saskatchewan is Sturgis, Saskatchewan. Yep. Mm, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So so here's a great thing about Sturgis, especially like like I like I ride a motorcycle, motorcycle guy, whatever, yeah. right? So you go to Sturgis and you park, and they actually have Sturgis written in the side of the mountain and rocks, or side of a hill. It's not a mountain; it's side of a hill and rocks. It's kind of behind the rodeo grounds. So if you park on the rodeo grounds, you can get a picture of Sturgis. And I, I, I got so many guys when I threw that up on social media or whatever, be like, "Yeah, not much, just hanging out in Sturgis." Everyone's like, "You went to Sturgis to the bike rally?" And then you just hold up next with with a bohemian at the Sturgis Hotel. Or no, Sturgis, Saskatchewan, but. It's still pretty awesome here. Just a little colder than South Dakota. Oh dear. Oh um, <laughs> man, there's the, the, the small town bar quality in Saskatchewan is second to none. And I don't care what it really, it really is. And yeah, the food at unbelievable. Too. Oh dude, uh, it's like yeah. hey, I got how come how come every small town in Saskatchewan has a banging Chinese restaurant? That's just it's it's the same I, thing I as the bowling alley. Like I don't know. Yeah, I guess but that is a fact. Like yeah. that is like uh, we had Chan's Diner and, in Nakam, and, how, and it was every company in Nakam had their Christmas party at Chan's Diner. It was like, you had, it, yeah, but how, how do how do the Chan's land in Nakam, Saskatchewan? And they saw an opportunity, dude. It's just business minded people. They saw an, <laughs> an untapped market to bring their good food there. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, we they, have they would, we've got the we've got the Wongs, 
at Dennis's Cafe in Foam Lake. And I'll tell you what, you if you hunt ducks, you can actually smack a duck and you take it to Dennis and he'll have it ready for you the next day. And you will nice. not regret it. Nobody takes um, a duck like Dennis. Nobody, nobody does a duck like Dennis. <laughs> I wonder how, how much are you going to need of a cut to that if he actually puts that on his sign out front? Nobody oh, ducks like he Dennis. Can ha- ducks. He, can, he can have that. He can have that one for free. <laughs> this is a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> so, Casey Anderson said that you can have this one for free, Dennis. And, you just yeah. need to sell some cowboy all, shit hats all, there. All, all he has right. to do is when I come to town, I get a free combo, combo num- number one, combo for one. Yeah, you better be hungry, Dennis. Be feeding you. Oh, and I want it. I'll live for it. We uh, we better wrap it up here soon, eh, guys? We probably just got a couple more questions. Waste. There's one you, the one, got to ask. One question. The one question that we ask all of our guests: What is your definition of cowboy shit? Even though we didn't go too deep into the cowboy shit, we were like more in the farming shit. But like, oh, yeah, it intertwines. You know what? Cornac High School Rodeo. You know about cowboy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Here's, I'm going to tell you guys something about your, your cowboy shit question is uh, when you guys uh, had Coulter Wall on, I did not expect the answer he gave to the cowboy shit question uh, because that is actually, at the time, I was like, that's what I would refer to as completely opposite of cowboy shit. But after he talked about it, he's like, it's a time where you got to be react to the situation and calmly do things or whatever. I'm just, I'm just like, that, that kind of is cowboy shit too, because to, to me, cowboy shit is when you step outside of your comfort zone is what I would call cowboy shit. Like uh, there have been a lot of situations specifically, like say you're, you're going to go treat a bull, uh, you know, in the community pasture or whatever. And you're like the, the combined weight of these two horses might equal that bull. And I think the combined intelligence of you and I trying to treat this bull out here in this specific situation, situation right now, yeah, it's less than what the bull has or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I feel like a cowboy shit is, is when you step outside of your comfort zone, but you are able to maintain your composure to not let people know that you're outside of your comfort zone. Hmm. Um, and I, I think I think that's something that uh, if you want to call what cowboys do really well, and specifically in, in rodeo or if you get into into ranch hands that are, are handling cattle and stuff, there's lots of times that I can specifically think of in my life or whatever, where I've been in a situation where I was scared shitless and I was not okay with what was going on, but at no point in time would anybody around me have been able to be like, he's scared shitless right now. You, you kind of keep your composure or whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, even though inside you're like, Holy oh my God. <laughs> but when so you, when you try to rub two feet on the bull and you slip a leg and he starts sh- shaking his leg and he's whipping your horse in the neck. And like, and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> what have I got myself into? Oh my and God, on the I'm outside, you're just like, all right, all right, we got this. Your dad's yelling at you. Like, what are you doing? You're trying to keep your rope tight. And you're just <laughs> slapping your horse. You're like, oh my God. You were there <laughs> that time? Man, oh, man, I didn't know you were there. I've been, I've oh, been there. <laughs> what's, the, what's the worst wreck you got into team roping? We better throw that one in there. Did you get close to losing? Uh, uh, no, uh, team roping. Not so I was, I slid enough dally once. So I'll, I'll talk about two. If we got time, I'll talk about we two quick wrecks or whatever, but like this, <laughs> this, this one wasn't really that much of a wreck, but it was more like, uh, even not an injury sustained, but a severe amount of pain. But, uh, I had a horse that was starting to kind of throw a little bit of a fit on me or whatever. When I was actually just trying to set and turn a steer, and I started sliding dally. And you know, when you start sliding your dally and you just like, you got, 
you got inner tube wrapped around your saddle horn or whatever. It's so popping that you off. You're just getting down with your and actual horn. It's, and you're just, and it's like you're doing a burnout. Like you're just starting to get smoke coming off it and everything. And they're just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> and then it's getting to the end and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm letting the steer go. When I let that rope go. Uh, oh, right in the nuts. You, oh, it was so bad. And it just came around and it sounded like a shotgun. It's just like, wow. And it's just off of the horse oh. and I'm on my knees, like oh. on the ground. And the old man comes riding around and he's like, just remember, just because he got clipped in the berries, there's no shame in going to the doctor if you need to. And then he rides away. Like, that's it. That's all I got. To but that was nasty. But oh, right in the um, dick. So, yes, bad. so uh i it was actually the horse that i that i'd wound up buying uh in milestone uh so he's a four-year-old blue roan and uh i was starting to leg him up in the spring or whatever so still a little bit of snow on the ground or whatever and i'd, I'd saddle him up every second night after school i'd saddle up and we'd go for about a 12 mile jog or whatever just to get his lungs back in him kind of thing and he was all good. Everything was fine. He was a little skittish most of the time, but he was manageable. And uh, we had one of those, those classic PFRA uh, barns that had the really low roof in it. There's yep. so like a nine foot roof or whatever. Right. And then you had your hip roof hayloft in it. <clears throat> I didn't close the, the, the barn door when I let him out. And uh, I just like, I'd saddled him up and I didn't cinch him up that tight. Like I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, nothing uncomfortable for him or whatever. And I just, I, I just jumped on him. And he just unloaded, like, just like <laughs> head between the legs, just started bucking. <laughs> so I, was, I, I stayed calm. I, I was doing my cowboy shit inside. I was like, you motherfucker or whatever. But outside, it's just like, okay. So like, I tried to pull him into a bit of a circle or whatever. And he just turned around and went straight back into that barn with oh, me on him. Oh. But uh, nine foot ceiling. So there's still the dent in the tin on the outside of that barn where my forehead hit headed in there and like he just went right in and it just folded me right back in your instinct when you're folded back is to is to get back up right well there's four light bulbs in that barn uh and cement floor i tried to get back up and he kept bucking with me in the barn and every time he bucked he would crank my head into the roof of the barn and we took out three out of four of those light bulbs oh, no. with my head. Oh no. Uh, and it just, I couldn't get off of them. It'd be like every, it, but it's all happening so fast. Right. And I tried to like, every time you try to bail off them, you just get pounded into the roof and it push you right back down into the saddle. It was Oof. like a ride that you just couldn't get off of. <laughs> it was, it was like you're on the egg beater as a kid and you were puking and you just wanted off of it, but the carny wouldn't shut it down for you. You know what I mean? That's what was going on. Uh, so anyways, I, I, uh, I, I, I don't remember any of it. Like I kind of went dark afterwards or whatever, but I, like I woke up on the floor bleeding pretty bad Oof. and he was standing in his stall just just breathing a little bit heavy or whatever waiting for some grain and i was so fucking mad i got <laughs> off of, i got off of the floor i backed him out of his stall drug his ass out in front of the barn closed the door and jumped on him and we went for our 12 mile ride uh i got back on saddle him kicked him back out uh arm wasn't working and i mean i am 
apparently covered in blood because when I went to the house, my parents were gone at the time to a, a function that they had gone to. I went to the house and my little brother, it looked like he's like he was seeing a ghost or something like that. But apparently I looked pretty bad when I walked into the house. And then, yeah, that was, uh, that was, well, was four days in the hospital over that one. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. He cut me up pretty bad. And then I actually wound up with a little bit of damage to there's, there's some kind of a sack that keeps your lungs healthy and apparently it tore part of it away. But yeah, I, I got beat up bad. Holy. Uh, after that, like, I, I mean, I've been thumped a few times in a bar fight here or there, but I've never been thumped that bad. Like that, that Holy. bastard beat the hell out of me, but that was a, it, it took me a while. I'm glad that I backed him out and went and, and rode again because the rule is you always get back on. You, you don't let them win. Right. Um, and I'm glad I did that, but it, it took me a while after that day to, to wrangle up the courage to get back on. I'm like, uh, like, I, I, I'll look at you guys right now and say, I was scared shitless for about a week after I got back to riding every mm. time I got on them. Oh yeah. Just because of what well, it's always in the back of your mind there. It's, it's hard yeah. to shut off when it's that nasty. Have you guys, have you guys found that with any time like that you've got hurt or hung up or anything oh, yeah. like that? It, like it's hard for you to get back on a you're few been, times after? Oh yeah. One of these. A bit tentative. Yeah. Oh yeah! Snap oh, the off. collarbone's the worst. And then I got the shoulder. Like after the collarbone got busted, then I that was my riding arm, and then my shoulder was weak, so I dislocated my shoulder like seven times. And I never once I got the surgery from that, I never came back from it. I was done. I just never, yeah. I just could never get over it. I was just too much of a puss. Some people can, but I sure as heck couldn't. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. It's hard so- to like, train your mind to like block it out again once you've been hurt. Yeah. But yeah, it takes some time. Once you do it, it's doable for sure. But it's 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 a long road, no matter what. You happens. it's 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 cowboy shit. You you got to get right yeah. back in your head to be able to to do it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It separates it's, people, uh, right? The people that can get over yeah. it, or you know, that can get by it, they keep going, yeah. right? You've seen it, James. You've seen all the different people that do it, like those guys at the t- elite level, like oh. like a Mooney, like he can just get beat up and keep going. Chase Outlaw is the one that uh, that comes to mind, mm-hmm. man. That guy. Uh, absolutely maybe one of the worst wrecks i've ever seen um and then comes back and wins that same the event next year yeah and, uh, and he's better than ever yeah the next back. year yeah it comes back better than ever but like has a completely different it looks different like, yeah shouldn't have shouldn't have survived that's yeah. at all that's it's so fucked man yeah but some of that, that's like that's go ahead oh i was, I was gonna say some of that can like might make a guy think like, well, I guess if I can die, I might as well give her, right? Might as well go out, go for it. Maybe that's maybe that's the mindset. But what were you gonna say? Have you seen when you like when you see a few riders or some different competitors or whatever guys that haven't been hurt ride to a certain level of fearlessness because they haven't been in one and feel like they can't be touched or can't be hurt, kind of thing. I was like that and for a while. Where, yeah. That's where, where you'll see guys get uh, basically fearless. They'll get a little reckless with a lot of the stuff they do. But, like, uh, y- you see the guys that have come back from a lot of these, it's like it makes them a better rider. But there's lots of times where they'll be in situations where they'll be like, no, I, I kind of know how this is going to end. I've been there before, so I'm going to bug out right now with what I got going on. Um, but, like, I think that's why you see a lot of guys that haven't been hurt or have, have been lucky enough not to have been hurt. Like, that that little level of, of not carelessness but maybe fearlessness yeah just be like uh it, it almost makes them a a, a a better competitor kind of thing 
until you get to the point where you're like, well, yeah, I understand why you're, you're hanging in there and trying to make it work, but I've, I've been down into that well and it went really, really bad Yeah, and I'm not going back there again kind of thing. Right. Oh yeah. I guess it's the point of like self-preservation, I guess, too. And like what's on the line. Like when, when, Justin, McBride, when yeah. Justin McBride hung off the side of Camo, like he had a million dollars in a world championship on the line where just to get a score, any, yeah. other, any, any other event, you probably would have bailed off. Mm-hmm. The, the frustrating Absolutely. thing for me that I found when I was rodeoing, would you see guys who like weren't putting work in and who were just like kind of doing it to be a bull rider and stuff. And they would always end up drawing like the nicest bulls or like they would always get in a bad wreck, but never get like seriously injured. Then you see guys who are like busting their ass and putting the work in they're the guys who are struggling with getting hurt like that pissed me off so much it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> no for sure so probably shouldn't keep you any longer yeah, I'm, I'm it's late over there in, in saskatchewan right now. I don't want to keep <clears> what are we loving bells out whatever no i'm yeah. good but this has been no this has been fantastic guys i yeah uh, I, I really appreciate the the opportunity to be on and uh and yeah i uh i don't listen to a lot of podcasts but i listen to you guys so. <laughs> oh, <that's the> Cowboys. <laughs> yeah i, I was thrilled to hear you listen to the show with gator getting kidnapped in istanbul that was neat. oh it was insane it. <laughs> that's that the best story i've ever heard in my life no good i was the best one okay uh, i was picking rocks when i listened to it so really like i'll listen to fucking anything when i'm picking rocks or whatever and be entertained by it but i was mesmerized by it like i stopped concentrating on what i was doing i would imagine we'll take a section or two out of there out of the swather next year on that because i was just like holy shit this is like oh that was so so good yeah it was really good it's, it's like it's the kind of thing where you think it's gonna be over but it's not over it just yeah. keeps happening and happening You're like it's like a guy like is he like this guy's crazy as hell <laughs> would he go would they go to go back to the place yeah, again yeah. i was literally yelling out of the tractor cab like don't go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was so good man. yeah so good well if you're if you're gonna do some uh some stand-up maybe we'll have to get you that we could we could probably use some more help in the in the arena at the at some of our events with some entertainment so maybe we gotta get some maybe we gotta get some comedians instead of Instead of some cutie, cute, cutie, M the rodeo clown, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, go. yeah it's, it's, you know what? I, I learned from the best. I learned from Lee Bellows. The oh yeah, there you go, man. The, the marshmallow cannon. Right let's yeah. go. Yeah. Exactly. Let's right, yeah. go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. Uh, you know, maybe I'll work on my guitar playing a little more. I don't know. We'll see what goes on. But uh, no, this has been this has been really good. I, I really appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, yeah, I just look forward to. Keeping in touch with you guys and uh yeah, some great beers. We have to crush some beers yeah, in your Absolutely, yeah. You guys did some great coverage of the NFR there for something like I had absolutely no time to watch or whatever. And uh like you guys are doing some great coverage there. So good on you for that. Appreciate it was fantastic. It. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. So, yeah, thanks for taking the time to chat with us too, man. Yeah, thanks You're for busy. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys. And Respect. let's uh let's let's get together in real life and, and crush some drinks. So exactly. Snurs. Exactly. Put away some snurs. Crush a snur. What we need to do we be a fun content piece is when the riders are allowed to play again, we get some pill country tickets, make a trip out to Mosaic and just make a sweet like video of that. That'd be nuts. Be and fucking deadly. I wish yeah. the pump was slow because we, gotta, we could do an Eve and Pill Country and then hit the pump after. We gotta really experience I, I feel- Regina. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, no, that's one. That's yeah, that's one place I've never really like done anything at. Is you, you have to go to a rider game once in your life. You have to like no matter. Let, like, let me you, let me drop this on you. The last bar that I was at in Regina was the fucking Gaslight. Oh, is that, is that the north side of the tracks? Is that, is that on the I north side? I have no of the idea, tracks? but 
but it was definitely a biker bar and it was fucking rough and i was like holy fuck it was starting to feel stabby and i was just like i'm just gonna peace out on this place not the good kind of not a good kind of stabby and not a good kind of stabby the bad kind of stabby the pump was good kind of stabby like you might get stabbed you're gonna have a good time and you might get some spring rolls after it's okay yeah exactly yeah the gaslight is like you're gonna get stabbed and then stabbed and stabbed again and stabbed some more you're not making out of that one yeah, Pompey, I get stabbed once. You're probably gonna live. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you walk it off. <laughs> it didn't go in that walk deep, it and it wasn't into a vital organ. So yeah, yeah it's no big deal. Shit. <laughs> well, thanks again for doing this. Right on, boys. Dixon, this was awesome. Thanks, yep. man. Again, yep. find them at on YouTube. Quick, Dick, Dick, Dick McDick. Check them out. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. QuickDickMcDick.ca, right? Is your site? Yeah, check them out. QuickDickMcDick.ca, made in Canada merch. Yeah, yeah. Canadian so, made man, merch. Oh, stuff. Yeah, Shop local, the only, yeah. There's basically nothing left there right now. You're yeah. just gonna be disappointed if you go Lots there. But I mean, whatever. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a farmer, not a merch guy. So <laughs> yeah, you has a special promotion. If you buy a t-shirt, you get a bushel of barley. <laughs> Ooh, heated barley, but barley nonetheless. It's, it's so. barley. It's- <laughs> Get up, Wacy, and do the dance. <laughs> oh! With the, the blinding lights, though, where did the lights go? Are you gonna go turn your weird light on? <laughs> well, thanks again to our guest. Dixon Delorme, Quick Dick McDick. That was uh, that was a, that was a fun show. We we it took us a while to get through the uh, all the Saskatchewan Saskatchewanisms, but once we uh, you know got through all the sass talk, it was people want the sass talk. It was good. It was good stuff. That was that's a fun show. Thanks for doing Man, it. Man, that guys. song you just played gives me TikTok PTSD. Back to when I tried to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a highlight of 2020 for you, Ace. Was the TikTok. I man, I had one. I think my, my best video hit like sixteen thousand views, so it was that's decent. Minor success. That's pretty good. Seventeen thousand. That's pretty good, Wes. It's a pretty good job. We uh, well, I think a big part of this part of the show, boys, is hockey's back, and plus we're in the middle of the World Juniors too. Canada with that sixteen to do to two win against uh, Germany when they only had and those guys seven got people. fucking the Germans got Ooh. so hosed in that game they yeah, put them back to back against the best team in the tournament with your with eight of your skaters not on the on the ice and you're that's starting such goalie a, as if they didn't as if they didn't like adjust the schedule for those guys that's such a joke but can't Team Canada is good they're a scary team I don't know how you do adjust it though it's tough to like when you're in it, it they, how do you it do could it? Have like, it could have flipped like a schedule it? somewhere like yeah maybe you know what i mean like canada uh-huh. could have played the slovaks or whoever they beat they're the czechs like in set the first game rather than but you don't know the whole schedule like you, you switch one game in a in a week-long tournament and you're could be screwed like i, I don't know yeah. for sure 
But I just the logistics might not have been as easy to switch it as you might have yeah. thought. They, they, but know, like maybe. they, they would have been teams able. Are pl- all the teams know, are playing in one arena. They could yeah, have they, been, they, they, they could have switched. They could have made it better for the Germans. I, I think they could. Not gonna, I, I they weren't going to win anyways. So man, if they would have their do? full roster, that'd have been a closer game, guaranteed. Closer, oh, but were they really? Yeah, when you're playing on man, a lot of people were saying that'd be a three-two game if they had really? a full squad. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take Germans, it back. The, the Germans are good, dude. I take it back. They are. They are, they are good. I, I take that, yeah. but I don't think changing the schedule was like an option. Like, yeah, I, 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 guarantee, I guarantee you they sat down and they're like, okay, hey, these guys are down to 12 skaters. They're going to be fucked. They're going to be fucked. But you know what? Our schedule is what our schedule is. We're playing this whole tournament on one sheet of ice. You know, there, there's so many different variables in there that well, I don't think that they could have. Like, what about Germany too? Like, Canada was quarantined in hotel rooms for two weeks. How did the Germans get it and show up with it? Why, why weren't they prepared better to where they didn't? They show were up everybody. With it? Everybody had to do the same amount of quarantine. Yeah, but so how do they all get it though? Like, why? Yeah, why didn't been, they? Would have, been, would have been through travel or some like someone personnel yeah. would have brought it in. Like, hmm. it, it was all every, every team had to go through the same quarantine process as Canada did. So Canada, well, it obviously didn't work very well if they got that. No, I, I did, obviously, like maybe they should have all came here earlier. I don't know, but something got fucked up there. Yeah, I just and I don't mean to go. blame anybody, but like. Yeah, and they and know. they lost their best goalie like to COVID way before. Yeah, he didn't even get, he didn't even get, he didn't even get to come. Yeah, he didn't get to go. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, they I mean, they you know what I mean. I think they could have every team could have had like you, you know COVID nineteen's out there. You know what I mean? So yeah. if these are your plan. players that you're taking, you make a plan. Like Germany would throw money at that that hockey team. You know what I mean to to give them their own hotel somewhere in Germany for them not to be bothered by anybody. But yeah, it is what it so. is. So too bad. You play Team the Canada's Canadians, gonna win. You get absolutely fucking Worked. hauled. Yeah. And uh, you bounce back to the next one. Exactly. I don't know. Next. And the NHL's back just... about less than two weeks from today. How nuts is the North Division gonna be? Oh, it's gonna be badass. Ten Two... battles of Alberta. Oh my god. Like how many times are Kachuk and Cassian gonna scrap during that? Not probably not that very many times. No? Just I twice? bet you like Kachuk's gonna start the pot though, and some shit's gonna go sideways, but I don't think he's gonna Oh play. yeah. Man, how unreal was it going to be when we were going to go to that game on the 4th of April? That was a meaningful With, game, too. Oh, it went so badass. Like, the last game of the year, Calgary-Edmonton for playoffs. The, but, one, the one thing I can't understand about the North Division is how Toronto is all of a sudden the best team in the country. Like every expert is like that Toronto's going to win the division, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're – I yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to win it at they all. They may have I the think, best, like, top six forwards, but I don't think they're the best team in the country. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's I, because you're not a Leafs fan. <laughs> no, that's an unbiased. You know what I mean? Like if they if they said Calgary was the best team, would you agree I with that? No, I wouldn't. They're not the bad. I don't think they are the best team in the country. Okay, well, who is who is then? Probably Vancouver. What Vancouver? There's some people saying that Vancouver's not going to make the playoffs. Nah, the man they, they lost, lost their goalie. They, 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 yeah, but their goal, they're, the guy who played the best for them is still on the team. And then they got yeah, but he played team. like two games. Yeah, they're, they're pretty solid. I think Vancouver. And they got, they got a top Stanley four. Stanley Cup winning goalie. They replaced Chris Tanev with Nate Schmidt, who's younger and better. And then everything else is the same. Plus, they got they got Hughes and they've got Besser and they've got Pedersen. Yeah, they, got their a, core, their core is still the same. The core that brought them to the where they got to is still there. They did finish minus, higher than anybody else in the playoffs. Minus minus year. minus Markstrom and and Tanev. Tanev's yeah. not there. I'm not even pumped about Tanev here, but that's whatever. Huh. So, so you think it's Vancouver fully that you think they're tops in the, in the North? I think so. Yeah. I think it'll be, it'll be Vancouver, Vancouver, 
Calgary, Edmonton, and Toronto, probably Toronto. top four. Huh. Yeah, I maybe and Montreal, and Montreal, and Montreal will be causing borderline, borderline, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I hope Edmonton does well this year. I hope they do well. Fuck the Oilers, man. Hey, you don't say that, man. I, I, just, I think they're they're do due. Well. They're they're due to do something. They've got to do something. I hope that they, they got to do the do is what you're trying to say. They got to do the do. I hope Koskinen doesn't suck, and I hope Mike Smith does okay. Is he even signed again yet? Is he even? Yeah, back you guys him? have the same goaltending tandem. Okay, so well, we got Koskinen and Smith. <laughs> and you guys, meanwhile, you guys have Markstrom. No big deal. I'm so pumped for him. He's gonna that's be. Cool. He's like he's a game changer for the boys. That's that's what the Flames need is some cool. elite goaltending, but. It'll be, it's all, we are all ride or die on Monty and Johnny. That's true. And, and they fucking suck. So that's great. Just, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what, see what happens. happens. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for it to get back though. There's like, there's like yeah. 114 days straight with hockey on once it starts. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. And is that like all the way to like the, like the conference finals or what is that's that? all the way till the end of the regular season, regular season. Oh, and then there's, a, there's like three days off and then playoffs start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're not, they're not 114 days in summer again. Are they? No, they're no, supposed it's, to be, it's gonna be middle of June, I think. Oh, although, that's good then. Although I, I got it. Well, I won't get into that. Um, but uh, okay, so that's hockey. So I guess we got to make some predictions here. I'm gonna write this down. December 28th, we're recording today. Uh, who are we just doing? Are we just doing a cup cup pick? Yeah, or, or we could do a couple if you wanted to. I'm, I'm up for whatever you guys think. Let's go uh, for sure. Cup for sure. I'll cup for sure. I'm going yeah. Vegas. Vegas. So uh, Wacy is Vegas. Vegas to win the cup. Man, they got an easy division. Call they get to play in Arizona nine times. But the regular season's yeah. only part of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, think they I don't know, dude. They got they got Petro, they got Petro Angelo, and then your what your goaltending tandem still fucking Mark Andre Fleury and and Leonard. Robin the Rage Leonard. Yeah. So Vegas. Uh, Alex Petrangelo and Shea Theodore is your number one pairing. That's unbelievable. Foley, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna piss off Wacy and go with Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I looked. Did you guys read into the playoff structure very much yet? Yeah, it's no. division. So you have to play out of your division to get to the semifinal. So like the top four teams will play off to go to the next. Like so, they're so like the North Division. That'll be the first round of playoffs. And then the second round will be the winners of the first two playoff series. So like it'll yeah, be so it'll be all, it'll I'll be all Canadian till the quarterfinals. Like the conference finals, you mean, right? Well, the conference finals will be like the four divisions together. Right, and then the, yeah, the, the winner, four. yeah, and then the winner of that is the cup final. Yeah, but so what we're gonna get though is that I think the, I the think first two I, rounds of playoffs for us will be all Canadian. Yeah, but and then I think the third round there should I think I read that there should be a Canadian team in the conference final. There'll be one. There'll be one Canadian team in the conference final for sure. Guaranteed. For sure. Yeah. Guaranteed. Toronto. Yeah. But I I think I read that and something was a little bit it screwed me up on it. Like so there's reseeded in the second round, but I, I think that's. I must have been screwed up on what it looks like. I'm pretty like. sure Maybe you have to play out of your ice. division. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But anyways. Anyways. anyways uh, okay, so I guess it's just me to go. That's just oh, you. Oh man, I don't know. I don't even really think about this too much. So you're thinking yeah, Vegas? you posed the question. Yeah, but I, I was uh, that was bad. That was bad on my part. I probably should have done some more homework. So but James said Toronto. And what he yeah, didn't oh, say yeah. why. You didn't say uh, why. Well it, it, it's just he said to piss me off. That yeah, was and reasoning? I'm a I'm a Maple Leafs fan. So, you are? I didn't know really, that. I thought yeah. you were an oil guy. And, uh, really? I started off of Felix Pot fan, Felix the Cat, Ooh, and then baby. went to uh, Matt Sundin, and then... TJ Brody. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I don't even know why. Like, my dad's a Calgary fan, has been forever. I just like Toronto, so that's who I'm. I got to ride. I cannot not pick my team, or else I'm a shit fan. I'm a shit fan, then, because I didn't pick my team. You are I'm, a shit fan. I didn't want to call you out, but that's what I'm. You saying. basically just called me out. <laughs> well, there it is. Spade a spade. Okay, so I just looked it up. Uh, 2021 Stanley Cup playoff or Stanley Cup odds. That's Tampa cheating. Bay won the cup. Well, you it's not go for your knowledge. It's just odds. <laughs> I was just doing some research, man. I'm, I'm expanding my uh, my who's, knowledge. Who's right the now. who's the top two teams? I think top Colorado and just one of them. Yeah, I did, actually didn't. I didn't even know that at all. I wouldn't never thought it. But yeah, Colorado's a power. They're nasty, man. It so says good. I don't know. I don't know how the betting works, it's, but this is daily faceoff. It says. The early favorites at plus six fifty, and then uh, the Lightning at plus seven hundred. I don't know what that means. Then it's Boston at twelve hundred, Toronto at fifteen, Philadelphia and Washington at sixteen, Pittsburgh at eighteen. Interesting. So who this, are you is, picking? this was before. Washington. This was before they had the divisions and everything set up. So that's a little bit jaded, but so I uh, I don't mind the idea of uh, Colorado. That's a cool one, actually. Man, after someone made a good point, one of the hockey guys I follow. That like after what they did to Arizona in the playoffs, and then Colorado gets to play them nine times this season. Like Nathan Nathan McKinnon, like he's good at hockey. Disrespected the oh. guys in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so wiped his ass with them. Oh man, brutal, brutal. Hmm. Yeah, oh, it looks oh. like looks like Colorado's oh, well. better than the odds this year. So you got Colorado? No, I think I will go Colorado. I like that idea. Nice. I'm good with that. But Colorado, well, Chicago, Toronto, Chicago leases out their stud. And to team, Canada but he, but it was Kirby. Like Kirby, it was Kirby. Doc wanted to do it, like he asked. Yeah. Well, which do you, it just do you blame him? No, fuck no. I do. I don't want to do it. Even like Taser said, like he's like, I want like it's that's such an honor to like represent your country and stuff. So yeah, why not go? But, but yeah, it's just, just a shitty, just a shitty deal. Yeah. What 100%. else do we got to talk about for the end of this show? Man, today? it's the end of the year. Yeah, so going, to, going into the new year. What? Probably a couple like, what, goals for next year. How are you guys? Day? Yeah, how are you guys? What's 21 looking like for the boys? James, you're first. I'm going to look back at my book. 21. Uh... doesn't have to be like super specific. Just like kind of what, like something that you want to work on or towards in 2021. Um, 2020. 2021 is going to be a big year for me, man. 2020 had a ton of changes, like life, life changes for me in my personal life. So... 2021 is going to be probably uh, probably a, a big builder for James. Personal growth year. Okay. Personal growth. Specific, year. specific, measurable, um, achievable, and then timely. Smart goals, boys. We got to hit all the points here. Smart. That was gonna... specific, James. You just you just said a lot of random stuff. Well, he answered my question. I asked him like something he wants to work on. Yeah, but you've never you've never year. been one for being. Doing smart goals, Wacey. You got to. We got to get get this shit. Says who? I'm, like previous shows, man. Previous shows. We've been over this. I think I've been doing pretty good at achieving my goals. <laughs> oh, I, I'm. I'm just saying. We want to do some smart goals. Let's get specific, set James. The, Come on, let's do this. Set, set the bar high. Set the set. No, I like to set it low and then absolutely crush shotgun. it. Crush <laughs> it and be like, I told you. I I'm told gonna pole you. vault that goal. Oh, uh, I'd like to, uh, I want to do a couple events in the States. As far as um, with bulls? And what, do you want to produce? With, do you want to like haul to? Like what's like, what's your deal? Haul, haul to. I got a four-year-old in uh, Oklahoma that uh, I'd like to at least 
Buckham a couple times at the premier classic events. Um, 2021, and then and then I, I'm going to take a yearling. I bought a spot in the lifetime deal for the ABBI in Vegas for their big $100,000 payout yearling event. So uh, take a yearling down there and represent uh, Canada, maybe. Uh, I don't think there's any other Canadians that bought spots, so that's my plan. I'd like to win an ABBI event and just go up there on the stage and have a Canadian flag and be like, boo, yeah, and a big check. One of the only guys to do that so far is uh, probably Curtis Decision, right? To, to yeah, have a big win like that down there. It's probably one. Curtis is one of the few guys to do it, right? That's cool, yeah. man. But I want to go. That was the American like Heritage, Canadian. Yeah, that was big. That was like huge. That's like Stanley Cup of fraternity bulls. Yeah, that's big for him. But I want to go down dope. there with a Canadian-born bull and go compete against the top dogs. Ooh, I like that. I like you that. Be a top dog. And what what's your goal? Is that this year or the next five, ten years? How long is it? What's your what's the goal on that? I like no, that. I, I breed I, I breed my bull. I breed every year to be the best the next year. So okay. in theory, my these calves should go down. I should be able to raise a winner. Okay. Well, you see, you want to go or you want me to go now? Um, you can go, Ted. Sounds like you're ready to roll. Sure, I'll go cut with a couple. Uh, <laughs> I said I wanted to work out uh, four times a week for at least thirty minutes. Nice. That's I think that's, that's reasonable. That's good on on all fronts, right? Get a little sweat on. Today it was shoveling a little whole bunch of snow, digging Storm's car out of the uh, snowbank. That was a bit of it. Calgary's city of Calgary snow removal plan is a fucking joke. And it so all starts is. at the top. Thanks a lot, Nancy. You dipshit, dude. We, is, that snowstorm hit a week ago. I know. I and know people my, are still. Oh still my! Stuck. I don't want to. It was more. It's probably more than a week ago. Can you even drive yet? Are you still stuck? No, I can drive. It just, it's just, yeah, you can't even mess. drive on the side streets, man. Like, fuck. Oh, yeah. It's a, gar- it's a disaster. Uh, I've got it. I've got finishing my pilot ground school by the end of February. I've got that in there. Um, and then it says fly in a real plane with me at the controls. Like, I got nice, to man. That that's deadly. That's this, that's this year. Um, how, hey, how are you going to fly that plane? Can you do that one more time? Like, like if you were going to. Yeah, One grab man. those controls. Hell you yeah. You ever seen right? a shake weight? Isn't it like this? And it's like, <laughs> and you gotta like, I don't know. There's some feet. Oh yeah. Okay, I what else it. do I got here? Good I've for you, Ted. Uh, add some new skews for cowboy shit for fall twenty. So we're gonna do a spring line. Uh, we've got the stuff. It's almost ready to go. We're gonna start getting, in, showing it to some stores and and get it on. Uh, we we'll probably won't put it online till probably about March, but we'll uh, we're gonna get it, get it in a few stores here in the next couple mo- couple weeks. Actually, really. Uh, it's supposed to show up here. Our man Bill's hooking us up pretty quick. Uh, said I wanted to add another uh, like five stores in Canada for cowboy shit. Nice. By the end of the year, there's not a whole ton more we need to really go to. We could go crazy and do like some of the bigger stores, but we'll you know go a little bit. <laughs> you all right there, Wiz? Wow, oh. that one touched. That touched Wiz. Yeah, you okay, right. buddy? Oh yeah, I felt that one. I want to lower the golf <laughs> handicap. I don't know how reasonable this is, but I say I want to get to below ten. That's like in Ted, do you want me to listen to you? Uh, go listen to a podcast called 51 Strokes. Oh, I heard, I think you told me about that. Yeah, it's a good one, it's, isn't it? Nah, it's it's funny. It's it's Caleb okay. Presley, he's a Barstool guy, and he his goal is to lower his handicap 51 strokes so he can compete at the Masters. It's oh, funny, really? yeah, it's a stupid <laughs> okay. shit. Yeah, okay, and it's I've awesome. got that I want to golf 50 rounds again this year. Nice, man. Yeah, those are that's what I have so far. That we Storm said we were supposed to do that like last week. Like on the 21st, they're like when they change, when the, what do you call it? Like the, 
The solstice? the solstice. We were supposed to do our goals then. So I just says who? Who makes these rules? I don't know, man. I was just listening and trying to go with it, so I just did it. Oh, nice, cool. That's. I think that's a good couple of goals. That's awesome, man. That's deadly. Nice work. Yeah. Okay. What yeah, man. Doing? Super oh, good goal. And um, I, got, I didn't write it down, but I, I want to continue cowboy shit bi-weekly. I gotta. I gotta write that down to like continue to. We gotta get to to episode 100 for sure in the next. What well, we hit it this next year. On um, September 22nd will be our 100th show, so that's a big nice. goal. And hopefully we can be together for it. Exactly, yeah, in real life. And then by the end of by season five, episode one is December is December 1st. That's episode 105 is our fifth season. We're already in the in the midst of our fourth season right now. So wow, um, yeah, keep it going, man. We just got to keep it. We've only missed one Wednesday since we started 80 shows ago. So we're you know keeping it on. Got to thank um, Sean Morton, our editor, for keeping it rolling. Even going back to Morgan Letzak, helping us get it rolling in the beginning. Kyla Brozart, she's gonna have a kid now. Former Storm Storm helping build the brand. She's yeah, doing a great job on that end. Yeah, with both the merch and the and the graphics on the pod and everything too. So got a great team. Teamwork guys, makes the team. dream work. Thank you guys, day. both of you, for being on the show too. You guys have been awesome. So this has been great. Wait, so you got to do your goals now. Uh, I'm going into 2021 with a theme. Uh, so my theme is I want to sharpen my tools for that's kind of what I, I'm heading into. So basically I have a pretty decent set of tools. Now I want to sharpen them. Ooh. So I want to get my, the way I'm going to start by doing that is I'm going to get certified um, with Google ads and, oh, and, and an SEO, like search engine optimization. I found a couple free courses online that I can take to get certified in those things. So that's neat. that is how I'm going to start sharpening the tools. So I want to hope, I'll put some time on it for Teddy's sake. I will have that done. I'll be SEO and um, you Google ad certified by the end of February. Write it down. Write that down. That's how, wow. that's how that is going to be. How I'm going to write it down for you. Thanks dad. But that's what, that's going into my theme of a 2020 theme of sharpen the tools. Where'd you come up with that? I just literally just thought of it. Oh, I feel like you you should shorten it to something a little more spicier. No, no, I'm good with that. You like sharpen sharpen the tools? Sharpen the tools. <laughs> Sharp city, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, that's way better than the first one. I, uh, I think we've been on this show for too long, boys. Let's wrap it up. See, see you later. Smell you later, 2020. What do you guys think? Yeah, I want to wish. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it a lot. Um, yeah. We wish you a safe and prosperous 2021. Both Ooh, safe. Hundy, hundy. Both safe. Stay safe. COVID free. Yeah. Yeah. Keep Ooh, staying home. Yeah. What not, folks. Um, yeah. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We sure appreciate it. We can't believe that you guys are doing this and buying the merch and supporting us. So here we go. Hopefully we just keep on rocking in 2021. Thanks for uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. Thanks to my co-host, James Foley, Lacey Anderson, our editor, Sean Morton, graphics, promotion, Storm Defoe. This cowboy shit. Thank you very much for listening. I see the kids in the street, but not enough to for our guests. This week as well. Dixon DeLong, Cryptic McDick. The dick. Shit out of it. Great show. Check him out on YouTube. It sounds like a radio DJ right now. <laughs> I love it. I love You're it. listening to cowboy shit. Um, everywhere you get your podcast. I'm asking you, don't
know what it was like when someone was listening to us. But now I know what it's like when she was listening and we were doing karaoke into our headphones. I can just hear Wacy in this and there's no music behind it. Twenty twenty one, gonna be a good one. Gonna be a good one. Okay, we're done yet. Uh oh, uh oh. What's he doing? What's he doing? Where the twenty twenty credits were? I'm wondering when he's going to get up out of his chair. Like, when is he going to be that motivated to get out of his chair? I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> prove it. For 2020, prove it. Prove it. No, okay. going to watch this long anyway. <laughs> Are you doing a bear ball podcast, Rich? Is that what's going I'm on? I'm wearing undies. <laughs> just just bear balling it. I bought some new undies on Boxing Day. Uh, from H&M, they had a deal. I bought like nine new pairs of undies. I bought some. You guys watch Rick and Marty? Yeah. Uh, I got some Pickle Rick boxers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, beauty. Oh, wow. And that song is so good. Holy fuck. It, it, it is unreal. <laughs> There's people oh. in their car right now just giving it to this song. Could be. Very well, thank you.